0: Good morning, everybody Stefan Molyneux. Uh, I'm here completely alone in the room.
1: Definitely. alone. I, <laughs> ah! I said I'd be quiet, but I lied.
0: No. Yeah, yeah. so my daughter here, Isabella is here. She's uh, gonna answer some questions because you know, as parents, we are kind of providing a service to our kids. And uh, you-, you always want to hear from the customers. Um, I love hearing from you guys, the audience. And of course, we like hearing from uh, the kids as well. And uh, I just wanted to give a very brief uh, uh, introduction to the general philosophy that i've taken with regards to parenting uh, I, I refer to it as peaceful parenting um and and that's what it is uh, without without a doubt and and the general idea behind peaceful parenting is i just i listened to what i was told as a kid and i in, i implemented it <laughs> which apparently is a huge sin in society so when i was a kid i was told uh, don't use force to get what you want don't push, don't hit, don't yell, don't scream. And for heaven's sakes, don't call people names. I mean, names were like the the, the Molotov cocktails thrown in, in other people's uh, personality tents. That was really, really bad. So don't use force to get what you want. Uh, don't use names, find a way to negotiate. Don't take, don't steal, don't lock other kids in closets. Don't hit them, of course. And so when I was a kid, I thought, well, you know, one of the most dangerous things a child can do is listen to the moral instruction of their elders and actually implement it when they get older. Ooh, <laughs> that's pretty bad. So uh, when I grew up, I was like, okay, so I was told all these things by my elders, which means that my elders really believed in those things. And although I experienced violence in my childhood at home and to a tiny degree, well, I was, I was caned once or twice in boarding school, but other than that, not in school. So I thought, okay, well, my home is, an, is sort of off the charts as far as things go. It's off the reservation as far as the morals go. There was a minor hiccup in, in boarding school, but for the most part, that's what society says. I'd turn on the TV, and I would see all of these parents uh, on, on TV uh, always negotiating with their kids, always reasoning with their kids, never yelling at their kids, never hitting their kids, uh, never um, calling their kids names, or, or ignoring or neglecting them, or, or the, kids were all, the parents were always reasonable, and engaged, and, and peaceful. So I was like, okay, well, this is what I was told as a kid. This is the kind of parenting that everyone sees. This is obviously the kind of parenting that people want to see, because if nobody had wanted to see reasonable, peaceful family tie style parenting, then it wouldn't have existed. We'd have seen other things. So yeah, it was like, this is what society is all about. And, uh, so before I became a parent, uh, I started the show, started talking about peaceful parenting. I was also, uh, you know, I grew up seeing a whole bunch of uh, movies and shows and reading books and so on about people getting out of abusive relationships, right? So there'd be some woman in peril, uh, this woman of the week uh, in peril, uh, who would be, uh, had some mean guy who was controlling her and bullying her. And next thing you know, she'd be plotting her escape and and getting out and all of that. So that seems seemed pretty uh, clear. Uh, I remember watching Kindergarten Cop, where Arnold Schwarzenegger beats up an abusive dad. So it seemed to me that the, and, and this is what society says, right? the care and protection of children is all we care about. And I believe the children are a future and so on. Right. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, this is what we do uh, as a society. We're all about the protection of children, getting out of abusive relationships. And so uh, I began talking about this uh, in my show. And, uh, you know, for those of you who've been around for a while, I wouldn't say it went spectacularly well, uh, uh, to, to reflect society's values back to them. So, uh, but nonetheless, you, you've got to stay the course. When you're into ethics, integrity and virtue, you find out what the right thing to do is and uh, then you you do it. And if you got to take some consequences, well, that's just the nature of the game when it comes to to ethics. So, um, yeah, the the philosophy of peace is peaceful parenting is we have to treat our kids the very best of anyone in society because they're the only people in relationships with no choice. I mean, other than our quote relationship with the government, which is not exactly a choice. But yeah, what we do is. Um, i was also told of course where you have greater power you have greater moral responsibility like if you're the boss and you ask out your secretary for for a date that's not good because you hold her career her paycheck in your hand and it's not an equal relationship and so where you have greater power you have greater moral responsibility and there's no greater power difference in the world than that between parent and child if you don't like your country you can move countries um if you don't like your taxes you can reduce your income uh, but uh, and if you don't like your job you can quit if you don't like your girlfriend or boyfriend you can break up and so you absolutely have choice in all of your adult relationships but children right you didn't you didn't vote for me right but didn't, choose anything. didn't choose anything just happened to be born into this family and so i have the greatest power differential i have uh, the most authority so to speak and isabella and everybody's child is in a completely unchosen relationship. So, what I said uh pretty early on to Izzy, as I said, look, I have to parent. Like, if you could choose any parent in the world, you'd choose me, yeah. right? I mean, that's that's you have to have that thought experiment, right? That you could imagine so every. So far, I'd choose him. So far, you choose me, All right? Not maybe, you know, later today. Later who knows? Today,
1: no, no <laughs> <Right>? idea, <laughs> but, but yeah, now. <laughs>
0: but that's the thing, right? So just you got a parent like your kids could wake up every morning snap their fingers and replace you with willy wonka or char the guy ran do you a know, charlie and the chocolate oh, yeah, factory I've heard of that. right we yeah read that we read that know, a long yeah, time that ago was
1: scary
0: it was it was yeah yeah nothing nothing more fun than a creepy unmarried guy who wants to hang out with kids so yeah so that's the general philosophy behind uh peaceful parenting and um the, the wonderful thing of course is we know that when you don't use force, you have to find other creative ways to deal with things, right? If you if you're not going to steal things, you have to find a way to add value so that people will trade you for stuff. When we got rid of force in employer, quote, employee relationships by ending slavery, we got the modern world, it was all very cool. And when you don't have force on the table, aggression, force, control, dominance, bullying, uh, have you ever been time gone in a timeout? No, ever been locked in your room? No. Have I ever raised my voice at you? No. Have I ever yelled at you? No. Have I ever called you a name other than boo?
1: No,
0: <laughs> right. So we you Wait,
1: know no, you've called
0: me love. No. <laughs> oh, yes. So, yeah, so we don't, you know, you just you don't you don't do it. You don't use force against children. I mean, it's one of these things that should be pretty obvious, but uh, it's obviously still quite controversial because the vast majority of parents, not this group included, of course, do use force in their parenting, uh, the just straight up spanking, and so on is, uh, unfortunately, a very, very big deal. So just wanted to uh, give a very brief introduction. I know everyone's shocked that it was, in fact, brief. Nobody more than me. Yes, <laughs> nobody more than Izzy uh, is shocked uh, that that it's brief. So I'm very happy if you guys wanted to give uh, us an introduction. Don't forget, I will I will mute, don't forget to unmute yourself uh, to to have a chat. And I guess we might as well go clockwise. Uh, sorry, uh, Luna, that makes you a little bit on the last side. Apologize for that, but. Um, uh, if you want to go, Tim, Natalie, Jared, Luna, if you guys wanted to introduce yourself a little bit of your history with peaceful parenting, uh, I guess if you are a parent, it might be worth worth uh, mentioning. And uh, we'll go from there.
2: Yeah. Hi. My name is uh, Tim, and uh, uh, I was on a couple of the crypto shows, and I'll do whatever it takes to get on the show. I'll have crypto. I'll uh, I'll have kids. Just get me on the show. Rent some kids <laughs> yeah, with crypto. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And then, so I have three kids, one, three, and five. They're all girls. Um, and uh, the show has really helped me think a lot about peaceful parenting. And I think that's really necessary. Like, um, it, I have my regrets about, you know, parts of the time that I've been a parent. And it has been something I really regret, like a lot. and. I'm really thankful that, you know, on the show, you know, it comes up on your show like a couple of times a month at least where you'll like be very convicting about it. And without that, you know, I don't know uh, if it would have stopped so early with the spanking. And uh, so I just really appreciate that my kids are going to have a better childhood. I'm going to have a better conversations with them. You know, like, my oldest one, you know, I used to say, oh, well, spanking's bad, but I struggle with it. And then she goes, I know you need to stop, you know, but the other day she said, uh, you don't spank anymore. You know, like it was something that was in the past that doesn't happen anymore. And uh, I'm just really glad that that's how she sees me now, that that doesn't happen anymore. Um, so that's a little bit of where I'm at. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. And um, what are the ages of your kids? yeah one three and five and i just want to say like yeah have i never spanked until there was more than one (laughs) and i so and then also the ages between like two and three like they're just if you didn't grow up like i didn't grow up with little kids around so if you're not oh like i used to what that age range is like um you, like you could be surprised. Like you could think you really need to ready yourself for like parenthood, because when you're actually in it, it's different than the way you think it is. <clears throat> so
0: I just also wanted to mention that we we can't actually hear your children in the background. Specifically, not allowed. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the more the, yeah. more the merrier, and. Um, Extra, what was, guests the <laughs> extra guests on the show. Extra guests on the show. What was your uh, spanking uh, regularity uh, and what grounds? And, and was there something about, I'm sorry, I know we get into this conversation. Today. No, no, we'll come back to that. No, we'll come back to that. Okay. Uh, if we wanted to go to the, the next person, a quick intro, if you don't mind. And, and uh, then we'll get into the cues from the audience and stuff that I have uh, as questions. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, hear feel you. free to speak oh. up. You you sound like somebody who's uh, not, not standing out in a restaurant at the moment, but uh, go for it.
3: Okay. Oh. All right. Um, My name is Natalie and I am mom to three kids. Um, One who uh, my daughter is newly seven. My son um, is uh, just about four. And then I have a 19 month old son. So one girl, two boys. And it is a it's a fun (laughs) it's a it's a fun Ride, um, but it is uh, nothing. Um, nothing like becoming a parent has taught me so much that um, I am not in control of of everything. Right, like I have three small people that have their own ideas, their own preferences, their own personalities, and um, and that's uh, something I have to remind myself all the time. Like. Oh, it's not—it's not personal that they don't want to do this thing that I'm trying to get them to do. They have their own agenda, and that's—that's that's what they're like. They're supposed to have that. They, you know, they're supposed to be exploring and testing and asking questions. And um,
0: well, and of so course, we all I, grew up with—we uh, all grew up with my way or the highway, right? And and so actually negotiating with people. It's just like, this is the parent's will. You're supposed to do what the parent wants. And if you don't do what the parent wants to escalate until you comply and not doing that is is quite a challenge.
3: Yes, absolutely. Um, and then I just wanted to say that I, um, I um, somebody shared your show with me back before I was a parent and um, I'm really grateful for that. And um, uh, I, I had a chance to put some things into action with, um, I, I would, um, I used to babysit or take care of um, kids. And I was able to put some of that into, into action before I had my own kids and saw how, like just how much it made sense and how effective it, it is to, um, you know, like, why would you take something like that you intimately know about a child and use it against them, you know, for punishments and whatever, like that, like how damaging is that for, you know, relationship and connection, which is really the only thing you have to, you know, (laughs) help um, get your child on board with what you want them to do is your connection and their like trust in you. And so why would you erode that? Why would you risk that? you know, get short term compliance. Um, so anyway, it's um it's been uh it's been really wonderful to um have your show as a resource um over the years and I,
1: I really appreciate it and I'm um honored to be here today.
0: Appreciate that so you want to say it
1: Um I, I wanted to say about like your kids with their um opinions and like choosing everything they do and stuff. Um I'm I'm definitely a lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. So I remember we did the in the spring last year. We did those videos. I was like, yeah, the tadpoles, and I was like, growing them and hatching oh, yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. right? Um, so my mom was not a huge fan of me like picking up stuff from nature and. Uh...
0: <sighs> well, you know tadpoles <laughs> and and disease. We've all got a little terrified of that. Uh, and also, when you would go, uh, when we were in China and you'd go to the Bat Cave. No, okay,
1: that kidding. was never a thing, and I've never been in China. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, so you're saying
1: well, about mom. Well, I mean, it's just like. Uh, I catch like a lot of critters and uh, amphibians and stuff. And whenever we go to like tropical places, lizards are all mine. <laughs> and, uh, my mom's definitely not a huge fan of that. But how much I did mean... how much
0: did mom want you to grab the lizard the size of a T Rex in Australia? Okay,
1: it wasn't the size of a T Rex. Sorry, larger than a T Rex. It was quite big. Let's just put it. that It really way. was. Um, not much at all. <laughs> not much at all. <laughs> like I, I touched it, and she's like, "Okay, you could you could let go now."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But
1: yeah. Uh, I honestly, I think it's really important for kids to have their own ideas and opinions and. For you to like, let that happen and like, I don't know, ask them more about it and talk to them about it and stuff, because, I mean, all this creative stuff, like the camera you're, sorry, the, the laptop or tablet or whatever you're using came from creative ideas and uh, yeah, that's true. interesting stuff. Maybe your kids could be like some great inventor, but if you just crush all the um, personality, not personality, sorry, like the creativity yeah, and yeah. ideas and stuff, then that probably will be way less likely to happen.
0: Yeah, we end up with less cool stuff uh, yeah. in the world because people are just kind of shelled up and, and like armadillo, like rolling into a ball kind of thing. So yeah, appreciate that. And thank you. Um, uh, I'm not sure how you got time off on a Sunday from three kids, but we'll obviously get back into <laughs> where they're, they are. They duct tape to the ceiling or something like that, which is actually kind of cool. We'll we'll see a little sign come down from above. Uh, need pancakes, mom, or something like that, because it's Sunday. All right, uh, if we wanted to move on, I think, uh, was it uh, Jared who was next? No, So yeah, it was, yeah, Jared, yeah.
4: Hi there, folks. My name is Jared Woodard. I am not a parent. Uh, would love to be in the future. If there's any uh, available ladies that are looking, let me know. Um, and my interest is from the show, from philosophy, and I uh, just want to be playing that from a more philosophical side. I have uh, babysat for good friends. I've seen this peaceful parenting in practice and, uh, and how great, how wonderful it is. Uh, I unfortunately did not grow up with peaceful parents like so many other people, and... Uh, it's thanks to Steph that I got, uh, you know, to see the other side of that and these much, much greater arguments. And uh, really eternally grateful for that and just uh, happy to participate. Thank
0: you very much. Thank you, Luna, for your patience. Go for it.
5: Okay. Hi, I'm Luna. Um, I just want to start off by saying I'm pretty nervous. I've been listening to Free Domain for 11 years now. And Steph has really shaped who I am as a person and definitely as a parent. So I'm going to try not to cry. <laughs> um,
0: crying is not allowed. There's no crying there's no in crying, philosophy. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> Go ahead.
5: Um, so I have a two-year-old daughter. She just turned two on her last Sunday. And I have a nine-month-old son. And we've been raising them peacefully since birth. I've had a lot of time to think about uh, how I wanted to be a parent. So in addition to Free Domain, I also listen to Janet Lansbury, who practices the Rye philosophy, that's R-I-E. And we've been practicing that since birth with both of our kids, and they're just totally awesome people. I'm constantly amazed by what a two-year-old can do. And like, I didn't realize the level of compassion and empathy that such a little kid could have. And I think part of that is just being raised peacefully.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think that's a good point. So we yeah. were talking about this the other day that um you want you want to get your kids verbal as, as quickly as humanly possible. And that aspect of things, the quicker you can get them to be verbal, the quicker you can negotiate. And there's no better way to get them to be verbal than to start negotiating early, right?
1: Yeah. And also I remember when I was younger, like about the uh I forgot the word, sorry, that you said, but the stuff that little kids can do when it comes to like being verbal. I mean, I remember I always wanted to like say more stuff and do more stuff when I was younger, but I just didn't have the words for it. Mm. Or I didn't just, really just know just how to like, right phrase now. the sentences. <laughs> no, like right now, my brain just yeah, yeah, brain phrase, it me, happens, but, it I mean, happens. When I was younger, I just didn't know the words. Or I didn't really know how to phrase a sentence when I was like two to four or around no. that age. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it, like, I just have some memories of that. Um, so yeah de- uh, little kids can definitely do a lot more than you think they can and that
0: that frustration too like if you're learning a foreign language you have ideas in your head but you don't know how to phrase them in the foreign language and we we're learning every the kid is learning a foreign language
1: yeah when but it's they're used born to goo-goo-gaga. yeah
0: yeah goo-goo-gaga, right and so remember that the ki- one of the things that happens is the kid knows what they want to say they just don't have the words they don't have the language so the more and the quicker you can teach them the language of negotiation uh, the better, and that's something we, you know, started pretty early. We did have a question about um, bribery, <laughs> <laughs> bribery, um, and we we had a little bit, a little bit of that.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: A little bit. Do, do you remember? <laughs> Went to
1: potty training. Um, potty training. That's I right. would, they'd give me skittles every time. Like they would give right. me a skittle every time I got it correct.
0: Yeah, give give you a skittle, right? But now I love skittles. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 potty trained. So,
1: yes, I am potty trained and I love Skittles it's a win-win
0: no and and so I mean that's an interesting question right so people a lot of parents think that bribery is is really terrible like like we all just got jobs in our teenagers for the altruism of contributing to the economy and we weren't paid you know everybody gets bribed all the time and and bribery has got this negative connotation because I like politics and stuff like that or, or democracy but I don't see uh, anything wrong with a a positive incentive for a better behavior when the child can't figure out the consequences because they're too young. Right. So uh, I think that uh, that's sort of my particular thought about it bribery or positive incentives for behavior is how adult life kind of works. Right. You either get a positive incentive, like you get a paycheck or you're avoiding a negative incentive, like not going to jail or whatever it is. Right. So we have rewards and disincentives uh, in life all the time. And so I don't view any particular issue with that. And the other one is the question of competition. Competition, tiny, tiny bit more of a dad thing than a mom thing. I like uh,
1: competition. Yeah, yeah. So, we're so if we're like, playing
0: a game, what do I say?
1: What are we playing for? What
0: are we playing for? <laughs> what are we playing for? That's it will the be like
1: thing. halfway through and you're like, wait, we never discussed what we're playing for.
0: Well, no, if I'm winning. Of course. If, I, of if course. I'm losing, what do I say?
1: You'll say uh
0: it's the game that's the fun part we don't have to play for right right. i
1: was thinking like of all the things you have said right like what was the most common and yeah you know what you're right but i mean it's often like uh you you lower the stakes or something like that you'll be like oh why don't we play to 15 instead of 11 or you'll be like you'll say no no rock paper scissors
0: if i lose the first one what do i say
1: uh play out three best Best three out of five
0: yeah yeah, so of course you keep you keep going on until until you get what you want like
1: with my mom it will be like what are we playing for my mom's like let's let's just play for the fun of the game (laughs) it's like a it's like no we have to play for something we can't just play for the fun of the game right
0: so so play but that's life you play for things right i mean we're playing for i'm playing for an audience uh i'm playing for donations i'm playing for you know if you want to get a job if you want to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend you're in competition with everyone else so life is about playing for stuff and so we we certainly have that particular approach but uh uh so so what do you guys think about and i'm happy to take uh, we've got uh, people on online who can ask questions and bring comments in as well. But what do you guys think about in terms of bribery? Is it, is it a, is it, there, there are two B words, bribery and bad, 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 no bribery, uh, or, or how does that work for, for you guys?
5: Uh, I could speak to that because I'm in the middle of potty training right now.
0: Do you need it's any been... skills? Cause I think we can, okay, sorry.
5: <laughs> it's been an adventure uh, for the last two months. We don't do any sort of bribery, um, I was afraid that if I bribed her with anything, the day that she doesn't want a Skittle or an M&M is the day that I get pee all over my floor. Oh, I'm sorry I, to
0: interrupt. Uh, he just fell off their chair because the day that she doesn't <laughs> want a Skittle or an M&M, what, what no, day is that? That? That,
5: doesn't, that doesn't happen to kids.
1: Is that a day? They will take their least favorite dessert as long as it's sugar.
0: <laughs> I can confirm from a very personal standpoint, Luna, that it will be at least 54 because I'm 54. Do I like Skittles and M Ms? Yeah, I certainly do, particularly the peanut ones. <laughs> okay, but uh, so yeah, that probably is not about to happen. But go ahead.
5: That won't happen. Uh, well, I just I never wanted to engage in bribery as far as potty training goes because I'm afraid the day she doesn't want um, a star, like a gold star, people are big in the stickers right now as best as sugar. Uh, So yeah, the day that she doesn't want sugar or gold stars, she's just going to let loose all over the floor or her crib. So we don't do any bribery, but we do positive rewards and we do consequences. So she has to clean up her mess or help me clean up her mess um, if she makes a mess. And when she does get her pee or poop in the potty, we do uh, lightning bolt high fives where you shoot lightning bolts out of your hand. Sounds like uh, we
0: dance I'm sorry, around. Sorry, could you just do that once more, though? But with feeling, because I felt that was very just like lazy. Uh, with with all due respect, give me the full, give go. me the full lightning high five. Uh,
5: yeah, so we shoot lightning bolts out of our hands. She gets to flush, which she's pretty excited about. She loves washing her hands. There's like no hand washing involved. It's just spraying our bathroom with water. Nice. <laughs> So she gets all the benefits from doing what she's supposed to be doing, but um, they're like there are benefits that make sense that go along with using the potty. You get to flush your waste by, and you get to wash your hands and get everything soapy and wet.
0: All right, uh, Tim, I've got a feeling that uh, this this jugg- juggling of bribery slash rewards uh, uh, slash payments. Uh, slash giving your kids a crypto wallet at the age of two and a half months. Uh, is that uh, something that goes on in your house?
2: Yeah, like I, I literally cannot ask Pascal to do anything without her saying, okay, let's make a deal. Uh, <laughs> like I'm not kidding, it's every single request.
6: That sounds familiar. Stop <laughs> it.
2: And, uh, and then my uh, one thing about that is. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you y'all hear me? Okay, I don't want. Yeah, yeah, to... we can hear you fine. Okay. Just, yeah, keep yeah. the mic close up,
0: and uh, that's totally fine. Hey, we're here. we here for the noise. So go for it.
2: Yeah. Um. So just one thing I thought was kind of interesting about it was my wife like really doesn't like doing that. She she says no. Your daddy makes deals. Like I make rules. When I ask you to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I'm sorry.
0: We. Uh, I just need to mute Isabella because uh, she may be revealing crucial family secrets. here. <laughs> Wait, so what, what you see, sorry, just one sec. You seem to have quite a strong reaction to that. Is there anything that that's I exactly need just, to be aware of? But, any, what?
1: So you're always like for the rewards and like, if we go out, we'll always get a little bit of sugar or something. And my mom's like rules. And that's it. Oh, no, just that's rules, it. right? Yeah, she, yeah. She does rules and she uh, like, okay, she, like we'll get sugar, but I mean, it's not very often.
0: But when when and I... when we. So I'm not sure why Sorry. this is funny what at all, you in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Well, when you and I go out, it's just, uh, we'll always get a little bit of sugar, even if it's like a weekday. We're we're trying to do like no sugar on Friday. Yeah, Monday to Friday, no
0: sugar, and then, uh, and, and, well, no sugar, Monday to Friday and or not being with dad alone. Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Um... But uh, my mom's more a lot more strict about that rule. It's yeah. like, no, you get nothing. Wait, a lot
0: more strict? You mean I'm just, some level on strictness? No, you're not. No, okay. just no. Like, mom has standards, dad has sugar. OK. Well, obviously, um, I'm obviously concerned about whether you want to spend time
2: with me without sugar bribery. Uh, that's uh, I mean, clearly the issue. No. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay,
0: sorry, sorry Tim, go ahead.
2: Yeah, but it, it's definitely like a, a goal of mine to like get her negotiating framework started in her head as early as possible. So that way that part of her brain grows like as, as much as I can have influence over it. So I I, I I really try to encourage negotiating and then don't do it unless it's just something I really can't negotiate over. Like, I, I don't know, like running out into the street or something. Yeah. And one of the
0: consequences uh, is, is it if, if you negotiate for something, how strict are you with the outcome?
2: Well, I like uh, if she does her end of it, like I try really hard to do whatever it is, even if I, I always do it. I think. <laughs> is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it can
0: be you you make a deal, and then the kid doesn't uh, do whatever, or doesn't achieve it, and then it can be like, oh well, that's fine. You know, we'll give you half or whatever. But is it very much like, daddy's like the market man? If you, if you lose money on the stock, you lose money on the stock. Uh, uh, and that, that kind of thing, right?
2: Well, currently they're still kind of too young to, uh, like, even though five years old, is still too young to really do very to have a lot of responsibility, like cleaning up and like they could do a little bit of cleaning, but besides for that, it's there's not much she can really. Or did you say uh, five do. or
0: fifty-four? I couldn't quite
2: hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say fifty-four. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, I don't. know. I'm trying to remember. What do we negotiate over? Um, it, sometimes it's cleaning up, but usually it's other stuff. Um, I'm not sure. I uh, no, no, worries.
0: Yeah. All right. If we wanted to move to uh, to Natalie, uh, what's your um what's your relationship to to this reinforcement stuff?
3: I think uh, I, I don't usually call it bribery, but, uh, but we totally, I totally, yeah, I totally bribe my, especially um, my, my daughter who's seven. We're homeschooling and in um, between like the school stuff and, you know, I don't know, I call it school as shorthand for education and learning, our home learning. Um, But uh, we, uh, you know, she'd rather play, like she wants to make stuff and, you know, run outside with the chickens and her brothers. And, you know, so we do find ways that are like, okay, like this isn't what you would choose to do right now, but we do have to get some things done. You know, she takes piano lessons. Okay. Like if, you know, she has agreed, like she really wants to learn how to play the piano. She just uh, doesn't really feel like practicing, you know, like, I just, I'd rather play like, well, you know, you don't have to learn how to play piano. That's called playing piano. kid. Sorry. (laughs) But if you're going to, if we're going to do lessons, then, you know, you need to commit to practicing. And um, so even though like, there are things that she has to do that she's, you know, um, we try to find ways to like, you know, you know, I, I, I try to make it like times of day that are good for her, that she's not fighting hunger or tiredness or fatigue, you know, like, um, or when, you know, things are not super appealing with, you know, play with her brothers or whatever. But, um, but once, you know, we strip that away, like I totally use, uh, you know, Jelly beans as needed, you know, like, okay, if you can you know, or gummy bears, there's some really good gummy bears out there, like, so good that it's like, okay, I'll give you. Sounds, two sounds like a dealer. Bears. Hey, I kids, I got some great through. gummy bears
0: for you in the, in the windowless <laughs> van. Come on in. There's a keyboard there too, but don't panic. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
3: Oh, my gosh. Oh, and, you know, if you can you know, she's, there's something she was struggling with that kept like fidgeting with her, you know, it's like, okay, if you can get through. This whole song with your left foot on the floor. I'll give you two gummy. <laughs> I'll give you two gummy bears. And she and and you know not tipping the bench. Um, she's like a little short to like sit on it really. And she she totally did it. Uh, you know with the incentive, the extra reminder. You know without like so, so I think incentives like that can can help sometimes in place of like the nagging or like reminding like oh do this, you know. Or we started. In between her schoolwork, it's like okay, we're gonna start with a you know chapter of your you know it's, it's some books with short chapters. Like all, we'll read together a chapter, and then we'll do you know her language arts, and then we'll read a chapter, and then we'll do you know math, and then we'll do a chapter and do piano. Like so, just like sandwiching those good things in between, you know, those things that she really prizes and wants to do in between the things that are like. Eh, a little more of a drag, um, which I do as an adult. Those are things I do myself to like, okay, you know, I'm going to, you know, make myself my favorite cup of tea while I, you know, do my taxes or whatever. Like this is a drag, but here's this little thing that's going to soften it. We we do that stuff all the time,
0: right? I think that's- I think
1: incentives is probably a better word for it than bribery because I mean, uh, it's not, it's like-
0: yeah, I think it
1: is. I think it's like the same thing, but it's not necessarily just bribery.
0: I mean, bribery <laughs> does have that. So but here's the thing, too. Right. So there's there's a hump. Right. You're learning piano. It's kind of a drag and you kind of give your kids the incentives to get over that drag aspect of things to the point where it's fun. So we tell the story of you learning to read.
1: I don't actually remember that. Too well oh, anymore. man. I remember I, I hated it. I remember she I really like, did. She really did. But I, me I knew learning things. It's like I do it myself or I don't do it.
0: Anymore. Oh let's not let's not talk about the trauma of all of the, the twitchy teachers that have been in the in the wake of Isabella's uh, strong, strong will and and self direction. Uh, but hey, I mean, it wasn't like I learned a lot of great philosophy from other people either. I just had invented it myself. So uh, that's so all a self starter thing. So we would put I we would put uh, a computer on the TV and, and a keyboard and we would just go over the word drills and you really, really didn't yeah, like did it. All, did we it didn't all. like it. But I knew I knew, of course, the whole point is that you forget how difficult it is, and then you have the joy of reading, and you blaze through I books was like, pretty quickly, right? Three
1: or four, then, right?
0: Uh, yeah, about about three, three and a half. I think it was like re-
1: close to four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've just like since it's that young, I didn't really remember it much, so it wasn't like it would really affect me later on in life when it comes to learning new, really, really hard things. Yeah,
0: like yeah, no, I mean, it you know we didn't do it to the point where there was massive conflict, but to be like, yeah, yeah let's w- learn some words and of course she'd see me reading a lot and you know when you've got that you know before they become teenagers and they you know want kind of the opposite of who you are sometimes yeah. when they're looking up to you what did you say this morning the little kids look at their parents oh like,
1: yeah little kids look at their parents basically like gods because yeah. like that's basically the only per- like i don't really know how to put it exactly but yeah that's kind of what i've seen from other kids and also kind of kind of remember myself well they do
0: incomprehensible <laughs> things they're they're larger than life and uh, so there is that. So when they want to emulate that you, that's when you want to try and get as much of that stuff in uh, as possible, uh, yeah, like because later it's tougher, role, right?
1: You want to put up a gold role model for your kids. Man, I couldn't say that for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> role models are a lot easier. I mean, you know, like the phase where some of the parents with the younger kids are going through, where the kids are just blazing through language, you don't even know where they're getting it from. Uh, There's new words all the time. And it's like, I I didn't teach her that word or anything like that. Yeah,
1: that's what you were saying that. You remembered that about me.
0: Oh, yeah. I just it was like, what weird portal are all these words coming in from? Because, you know, she was homeschooled and all that. So, yeah. So uh, that emulation phase, that's when you want to try and layer in a lot of uh, really, uh, really good behavior. And uh, so, yeah, the briberies. Now, Jared, did you want to add anything to that? Because, again, I know you're talking about babysitting experiences, but I don't want to cut you out of that.
4: Yes, actually. And it was uh, Luna's kids. I was babysitting uh, most half, actually her, her daughter while uh, her second was on the way. Um, and uh, during that, I don't recall. I didn't, I was adopting however their practices were. So I, I was listening to our uh, resources for infant education books, like on my way there and just trying to, to do that, be consistent whatever they've been doing as much as possible. Of course, you know, I I didn't do it up to the, you know, I I didn't do it as well as them, but uh, it was good enough. Everybody survived and was happy. (laughs) Uh, But as far as like bribing for myself, I, I think I would be uh, a big, big advocate of it. Like negotiation, making deals, finding rewards and incentives, win-win situations. Like that's definitely something uh, I, I remember for myself growing up and my parents would want something and just thinking like, look, this is, this is something you want. I, I could care less about this, you know, why, what's, what's in it for me? I, you know, um, so, so yeah, I, I personally think negotiations are great. Now, the hard part I would find is there are some non-negotiables and that's something I don't look forward to. It's going from like that fun, here's Skittles and boom, 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 but no, this is off the table, you know, walking out into the street, so on and so forth, you know, that's an easy one, but how to, how to, get that across in as happy a way as possible, you know, or as, as as positive
0: of an experience as possible for the kids. But see, but those non-negotiables to me come down to a trust issue, right? So if, if your kids know that, you know, you care about them, you want the best for them, and you've kind of built up that credibility with good negotiation, then when you, well, first of all, you want to try and avoid the situations where those, so, you know, keep your kids away from the road and all of that stuff but uh um but what you want to do is you want to say you can't do this you know uh, and and you you can diagram the you know the, the road the toy cars the plasticine person getting run over like whatever it is you, you can get it across in some manner but I think if if the kids trust you enough then when you say no even if you can't explain the whole thing they'll be like well okay well he's right about 99 percent of the stuff seems to be uh, the 1 that I can't quite follow yeah you know I mean this is all life right I mean you know those horrible relationships where we've read about some of these online where the guy's like okay so i broke into my wife's cell phone because i needed to see who she was getting messages from and you know this this kind of stuff right i mean that's a nightmare right i mean you
1: don't trust your partner enough
0: yeah you know i not
1: do that then i don't think you should really be together
0: yeah i mean i you know my my wife is not in the room i'm going on the general assumption, she's not setting fire to the place at the moment. That's my general assumption. I don't
1: know. I mean, mom, yeah,
0: yeah. so far, uh, so far, 100% of the time, I've been right about that. I mean, obviously, the 1% is it could be pretty bad. But that's just a general trust thing, right. So if I say no about something in general, uh, you know, we'll try and explain it, if it's kind of a rush, it'll be like, you'll be like, eh, okay, and you know, maybe we'll talk about it later. But um, or or if you say you don't want to do something, um, you know, I'll, I'll obviously, try and encourage or whatever, uh, slash, Incentive, incentive was the word you incentive. used, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's not bribery; it's incentives. Not bribery,
0: incentives. Uh, but uh, you know, you you know your thoughts, and and you know, I never want to force anything through. Like right? that would be that would be, that would be pretty terrible. So, let, let's talk about. And it's kind of ironic because we're all looking at screens at the moment. But a big question, of course, that's come up, particularly in the endless pandemic hell, is screen time.
4: Well, Steph, before we go on, Jerry uh, added something in the text. He said, we started negotiating very early and cannot do anything without making a deal.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he mentioned that. And and that's, yeah, that's good. I mean, you kind of want to set that up, right? You start negotiating early. You set that as a template. And, you know, that's what you do with your husband and your wife. Where do you go on vacation? Back when you could go on vacation, uh, you, you negotiate about that kind of stuff. You don't just sit there and say, hey, man. We're going to Antigua or I'm locking you in the room until you think about what you've done or not done, which is go to Antigua. Right. So you negotiate with these things. And, you know, of course, if you have parents who are negotiating with each other, then the kid sees that, too. And and that's kind of how you resolve things. And that's for the best. All right. Uh, I think uh, Tim has now moved to an undisclosed location. Uh, It looks pretty much like the inside of a sugar cube. Do I have that correct?
2: They let me they let me out. (laughs) Excellent.
0: Excellent. All right. Uh, Hopefully that's not the windowless van we mentioned earlier. All right. Oh, so uh, yeah, let, let's talk about screen time. And again, we'll shuffle around go clockwise. Luna, if you wanted to start, I mean, because, um, uh, you know, that's, I've had that question a lot and uh, it's something we've, we've worked with in our family as well. It's not the easiest challenge in the world. So how does that work for, for with, with us, you know, it's TV, make your eyes go square, don't sit too close to the TV and all that, but uh, tablets are a whole different thing. So what's going on in your household, Luna? Uh, we
5: don't do any screens. Like, yeah. Okay. I'm not muted. Uh, we don't do any screens. Um. It's kind of funny. My daughter thinks phones are just for selfies. And um, we have introduced her to a little bit of music, but we never have the screen facing her. And it's kind of funny because she thinks there's only like three artists in the or four artists in this world. There's Judy Garland that she can listen to Somewhere Over the Rainbow a thousand times a day. It's
0: <laughs> introducing your kids to music is a real double-edged sword because they have a yeah. level of repetition compulsion that would uh, yeah. get you heavily medicated as an you adult you better
1: you better introduce them to something that has a lot of different parts of the song because oh, yeah. you will yeah. like millionaire
0: waltz right that's a song yeah. you like because yeah. it's got some variety in it it right? will
1: go and also uh what's, what's the other one
0: bohemian bohemian rhapsody, rhapsody oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's right uh
5: so but i mean, now if you don't
1: if you don't introduce them to something that has a lot of different Oh, uh, like, I don't know, verses and notes and well, The other is that your kids <laughs> will in
0: turn introduce you to. I mean, Izzy's introduced me to a bunch of new music. Yeah. Favourite artists at the moment, go. Oh,
1: my gosh. Um. Well, I like Queen a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's like something you introduced me to. Goat singer. Uh, Sabrina, what?
0: Goat singer. Oh, yeah, fauzia fauzia Fou- fauzia ah, ah, No, she's very it. good. Okay,
1: though. she's actually very good, but <laughs> she's she
0: has very a bit good. of that goat troll. She's got a little, no, <laughs> tiny, greatest of all time, I would say, G-O-A-T. Yeah, um,
1: okay. Um. Uh, Sabrina Carpenter, I've heard some of her songs. We like some of the not dark side of Billie Eilish.
0: True, and what about, who's, who does the thumbs? Oh, that's Sabrina Carpenter. Right?
1: That's Sabrina Carpenter. Yeah. Uh,
0: sorry, we'll get back to you in a sec. We're just having a musical interlude here. So just, just I promise we'll be right back. Um, uh, when did you fall out of love? Who was that singer? Do you remember? Um,
1: that's Alicia Cara.
0: Alicia Cara and uh, Dupa Lupa. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. <laughs> Lupa. No,
1: it's Dua Lipa.
0: I think that's her name. So um, there's that as well. So yeah, that that does go both ways. So sorry.
1: Sorry to completely
0: hijack you but you you didn't give us a skittle. So clearly we're just going to interrupt. Sorry, go ahead. uh,
5: The other artists my daughter knows are Celine Dion. And she knows her because we were learning the concept of near and far. So of course I had to play My Heart Will Go On. Um, And then Uh, We are also learning the concepts of being alone and together. So uh, Celine Dion does a cover of All By Myself. So my daughter will hum it. It's so funny.
0: No, no. And she does (laughs) that uh, anymore. And she does this like screechy, banshee, desperation wail that absolutely every single time I hear it, it gives me goosebumps. But anyway, go on. Um,
5: She knows Elvis. Oh, the other thing about Celine Dion. So Celine Dion is the lady So we'll be singing like the, Chris, my husband and I will be singing, um, you know, the wheels on the bus go round and round, just kids songs. And my daughter's like, no, 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 the lady, have the lady sing it. So she thinks that Celine has probably done covers of these children's songs.
0: Listen, nothing is going to give, and I think this is fair to say for Izzy too, nothing is going to give your kids a sense of your own personal limitations than attempting to sing along with real singers. What do you think, babe? Yeah wait are you okay no. do you need do you need a moment
5: <laughs> no and the mother too are Elvis and Patsy Klein. oh Patsy and Klein? Klein. so she requests um, these artists so most of them I can listen to this music all day long and that's the other thing with screen time like uh kids crave it they're hypnotized by it it's so interesting to them so if you are going to introduce something you better be prepared to listen to it for the next
0: two months Pretty solid. All right.
1: Right now I have the taste of music. I could listen to it for like a week and then I'm like, you know what? I've heard this too many times, even if it's like occasionally and then I have to move on to a new song.
0: Kids kids outgrow repetition for sure. Uh, but yeah, at the, at the early Don't point... Don't worry,
1: you'll be okay.
0: <laughs> at the early point, you better get used to hearing Let It Go until you want to let go of the bridge. All right. Um, Jared, is there anything you wanted to jump in with that? Asking a crypto guy about screen time is like asking <laughs> yeah. Hunter Biden about illicit substances but uh, okay uh, go on so that's
4: largely something i i guess i would study coming up to to be a prospective parent um where i'm at right now i would say it, it seems like the the downside the bet the argument against it would be okay we don't like like adults are addicted enough to screens and what's going on with tablets and apps and games and stuff. And like these, these folks that make these things are really great at tapping into those dopamine centers and making you want to come back, come back, come back. And boys, is that the best thing for your kid or do they need to be, you know, playing with blocks or something else to be a lot more, uh, educational. So, but at the same time, you know, there's opportunities there with the technology if done right. Uh, so I'm kind of conflicted both ways about it. And, uh, I, 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 I'm not resolved. I, I, I don't know where I would go with that as far as screen time, because uh, I can see the, both, both sides, the good and the, the bad.
0: So scre- screen time doesn't have to be, sorry, Tim, just before I forget the thought, screen time doesn't have to be an isolating thing, right? So, so screen time isn't just, I, I don't like the sort of go, go with the screen because I'm busy as a parent. That's usually not a very good solution. It's easy, right? But, uh, you know, game, games we play together.
1: Uh, we used to play the little game Golf Battle.
0: We used it's to like play. A little, it's golf actually battle. really
1: fun. Even if you play it yourself, you can get paired with random online people and it's like a little yep. mini game. You get to open chests, unlock new clubs, stuff. Yeah, like so that. we
0: we played a game um, Golf Battle Socially. We played a couple of games on the We
1: play Rocket League.
0: Play Rocket League, we play very Among social. Us.
1: I have an Among Us server if you're ever interested in that and have enough time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we have kids. we played very social. We've played um, like so if we play two player games together. Yes. We um, we
1: play uh Pixel Junk Shooters or something like oh, that? Oh, Pixel Junk Shooter, I think it that. was called. That was a yeah, fun game. Yeah, I think game. that's what it was called. That yeah. We used to play that. Um, yeah. Lovers in a Dangerous Space Center. There was like no love in a dangerous it whatsoever. It's basically yeah. like you're on the spaceship and you have to like fly through these narrow tunnels and these little robots that try and shoot your ship yeah because we we don't
0: look at so like if you sit down with your kids and you play cards or or monopoly we used to play a lot of monopoly or there's other board games
1: those epic games that last like two weeks oh yeah
0: we would just like (laughs) you take up
1: the entire ottoman mom would be like
0: can we tidy the monopoly game no (laughs) it is it is the the fate of the universe hangs on who gets uh, illinois do you remember that
1: oh illinois i call it illinois yeah
0: yeah (laughs) and now it's
1: even run by democrats
0: it is run by democrats (laughs) so they are illinois so um so i mean if you if you're playing a game with your kids whether it's a board game or it's a tablet game or a computer if you're doing it socially you're you're negotiating you you know you go do this and problem solving and so on uh then that i think is fine that just you know go do something on the tablet because i'm busy it doesn't seem to be a good idea the other thing i wanted to mention uh before we get to the final two people and thanks for your patience uh we were talking about this at breakfast today you know, we we talk about kids and tablets, man. Parents and tablets. Oh,
1: that's the issue.
0: That's brutal. Okay, we would go to a play center.
1: Yeah, I'd be like six or seven at the time. We'd go to this uh, play center. It was a really great play center, by the way. Um, mm. I hope it stays open during COVID. <laughs> I don't think it will. But anyways, um, we'd see these like these like three year olds, four year olds, five year olds just going into the play center. Their their parents just sitting on these benches eating some snacks on like on their phones, just scrolling through like their messages. We'd occasionally see a dad go in with his kid, but that's about it. It's like...
0: <laughs> yeah, for the most part, when we would go out, we would see parents ignoring their children for the sake of, of screen time.
1: And all the, all the kids would just latch onto us. us. I You were always so nice, and I was oh, like, no, go away! I can't
2: say
0: no! <laughs> I can't say no! It was ah. so... <clears throat> No, so, no, so was... tell, tell, what, what what would the general process be of us going to a play center? So
1: we go to a play center, we'd see like 20 parents sitting on their uh, phones. Then we'd actually go into the main play center area after getting like checked in and stuff, whatever, right? And we play and like five minutes later, kids would just come up to us and be like, hey, what are you playing? And my dad would be like, oh, we're playing. And I remember this one time you were about to say it and I'm like, you know what? My dad and I would like to come to the playground just to play with us so you can go away. I said something like that. It wasn't exactly that. But it in was in like the that. future,
0: I said uh, when the kids would want to play. Now, of course, I'd be like,
1: but you're like me when I was a little
6: kid. I can't say no. Right? Don't fits your parents. Maybe play. you don't
2: have a dad at all. Anyway,
0: so so I would be, but, but then what I would say, if a kid would come up, I'd just say, I'm sorry, you're going to need to speak to my representative over here.
1: Oh, you'd actually say. It. No,
0: but that would be my sort of mental thought. I'm like, let me hold up my human shield called my child who will now say no to you on my behalf because I <laughs> apparently have the spine of a jellyfish.
1: Well, I took away your spine and I, I put it to the vents and I sent it to Jupiter. That's because right. I didn't like when he said no.
0: So when I would say no, uh, Izzy would actually reach into my back.
1: Take Should we the give spine, them a tiny demonstration? I just take it <sighs> and then I like put it in the the vents the vents and then the vents would send it over to jupiter yeah so jupiter
0: <laughs> my spine is currently orbiting jupiter in some philosophical experiment yes, and uh, that's you can't say no now that's funny because when i would not say no to you removing my spine was a good thing but when i wouldn't say no to other kids what happened
1: it, um bad bad yeah bad. you can't you can say you can't say no to me but you can't say no to others that, Not that's so much how the, fun when the spine's gone now this, is it I, I only took out the part of the spine that said no to me <laughs>
0: right but no so we would we would see this all the time we would see uh we would go out for a, a restaurant meal we would see uh the parents on tablets uh, and the kids uh, on 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 screens. So um, it's a little different. I mean, I, I, I had to be on. You know, I kind of run this whole thing off a, a tablet or a phone or a computer sometimes. So I had to sort of be on screen time. Uh, but um, I, I certainly tried to pull back and all of that. So, so, but to me, it's kind of under under discussed just how much parents have. <clears throat> sorry, parents have issues with screen time. Because we see this all the time. We actually comment on it. We'd see entire tables of people, parents on their phones, uh, kids on their phones, or you know, parents lobbing. Um, uh, tablets or phones to their kids so that the parents could uh, have some kind of conversation. And, and that's not particularly fair because, you know, it's important for kids. I know you don't always like it when mom and I are talking finances and stuff like no, that, I right? Don't. But, you know, I think it's important to be exposed to that kind of stuff, obviously not when they're super young. But anyway, so I just want to mention that I think <clears throat> that uh, uh, parents got to watch out and, and model less tablet usage, less screen time and so on. One Sorry thing before we get on yeah, that, yeah,
1: Jerry asked if he could hop onto audio. Huh? Jerry asked if he could hop onto audio right there.
0: Oh, aren't you showing off your younger eyeballs? All right. Um, can I jump on audio? Uh, and
1: also, Roma B still pointed out maybe Steph's spine will jump into the teapot orbiting Jupiter.
0: So this is an old thing. I I've think it comes this. from Bertrand Russell about it's a teapot or, or, or yeah, orbiting. Yeah, I heard this. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just thought that was funny. That's
0: right. All right. Can I jump on audio? Okay. I, I don't know where you are. Uh, <laughs> oh, there I, we go. I've been muted. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Go for it.
6: Yeah. So, um, we have, and sorry, I've been, I've been here the whole time just listening. You um, we've got, a, we've got a, we've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, and the couple times that we do screen time is we have a, a special movie night on Friday nights, uh, where we all watch a, a family movie. Um, but the other time that we really started doing screen time, because, you know, we were kind of in the same boat as Luna where we wouldn't do any, um, was when our, our second was born and, you know, we've got a, a young boy who, who needs something to to kind of entertain himself with. Um, and we've got a, a second baby who, you know, needs all of our time. Uh, so, you know, we we still try to limit it. Um, but we do, you know, maybe a show or two, you know, a, a very kid friendly that, that we've pre-screened show um, probably most days now.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a that's a good point. And if you, I, I don't count it particularly as screen time if you're sitting watching uh, something. Like if you watch a movie together, yeah. and then we've done Izzy and I have done movie reviews. Like if you talk about it, here's what it means, here's my thoughts about it. What do you think about it? Then it's a the topic of conversation. Yeah. And I think that's uh, that's fine. I think also you know reading books together can be can be a lot of fun as well. We
1: read uh, Animal Farm together.
0: We read Animal Farm together. We also did um, Lord of the Flies.
1: Yeah, that thing had so much description in it, and it was insane. We'd I'm just afraid skip we have like to start entire skipping paragraphs. that.
0: How many times can you describe the way that sunlight falls on a leaf? Apparently the answer is how infinite. How many times infinite.
1: does you have to describe a guy brushing through his hair with his oh, yes. hand?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so like, it's, they spent an entire paragraph on this. That, of course, is... get to the story.
0: That's a particularly painful description for me, of course. Look at me running my hands through my... Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, um, Tim, how does, it, how does it work for you?
2: Yeah, like like Luna, when you said that you don't have any, like I, I that's amazing to me. <laughs> I, uh, like we, I put like maximum effort into limiting their screen time and their sugar, and then they still get like a ton of it. <laughs> uh, so, so probably, it's your
0: wife. That's what <sighs> that you're saying. It's your, you. You're I, the strong one.
2: I just can I can, say can, no can I can something. totally affirm
0: you there brother. It's exactly the same for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, blame the wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they just they get a lot um but I try to not I don't know, I try to limit it but even then they still get a lot of it. So, um um I, it's just yeah, if you don't, you're not going to get any con- for, in my house, you're not going to get any conversation with your wife or with friends like or even like, and maybe it's just at the age that they're at, like at that, you know, five and under, it's like, they really can't just sit in a chair (laughs) and you, and then you just put a screen in front of them and they just sort of, uh, they're, uh, and then you can actually like eat and have a conversation. And so it's just, you have to do that in my house. If you have a meal and talk at all.
0: Do you have a sense or do you track hours per week? Because that's always a big, big question for, for this stuff.
2: Oh uh, yeah. Like on the, uh, no, not really are, you, are um, you
0: afraid to I know I'm afraid to with my own phone it's like I don't want to see those I know. numbers like
1: you say if no, you turn on screen tracker for your tablet yeah. and I'm like oh look, if you do it on your phone
0: yeah so um it's inverse alcohol so it's good for kids but it's terrible for adults to do that kind of stuff uh, of course just the yeah. way you know you understand how this we will yeah, go over I, I inverse alcohol sure, another but, time <laughs> all right uh okay good so and um Natalie did you how does it work for you guys oh I, you're a granola whole, you're a granola homeschool man so they're lucky to get an etch-a-sketch right is that, is that the way it goes
3: uh no. Um I have to say also that what um when my daughter was little um like before my before my son was born she had almost no screen time. Like that was not like not a thing, you know. My husband and I will watch a show but like after she goes to bed. <laughs> but like that's like when she was when she was the only kid it was like no screens basically no screen she didn't play on a tablet or a phone or you know um I, I think temperament also comes into play there you know she was is pretty like um happy to kind of entertain herself and like the way she entertains herself tend to be you know um not terribly destructive <laughs> Um,
0: I think the key but, word there um, is she, but, uh, go ahead.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, and then even like when my, my second one was born, when my, um, my first son, um, we, I still like, I, you know, I could put him down for naps. Like I could tell my then like three and a half year old daughter, I could say, okay, I'm going to put your brother down for a nap. I need you to look at i'll be out in a few minutes please don't knock on the door unless it's an emergency (laughs) like i could tell her like just give me a little time and i'll come out and that worked for her almost all the time but then when my third came along and um so my uh, my older son wasn't she he wasn't three and a half he was a little closer to three um a little under three and um and he, his impulse control um in addition to being slightly younger his impulse control and also his volume in general and like all these things are are quite different from my from my daughter he's like
0: you know I keep hearing about this he, impulse you, control thing I will, maybe you can explain it to me after the show cuz uh, it feels, <laughs> feels offensive to me in some mysterious manner something you wanted to add there uh, no. you know <laughs> sorry go ahead
3: but um you know so I could you know I could tell him I'm gonna put your brother down for a nap and I'll be out in a few minutes and like he would just like burst in or like and it's like well I told you I need some time to put your brother down well I just had something to tell you like I know I just need to tell you
1: I can say so, that um, from, from my understanding of other kids that's a lot more of a boy thing than a girl thing <laughs> like I was a bit more like Like, if you're not, if you're more than three or four minutes, I will come in, but I'd wait for the first little bit, (laughs) but yeah, I think, from what I can understand, although I feel the experts would be the guys actually here, or the uh, other people who have boys, but um, I don't know, I'd say, yeah, boys are definitely more like that. (laughs)
3: That seems like, I don't know, I have a, my sample size is small at this point, but in, in my uh, home experiment so far, like the, the boys, um, there's, there's definitely differences between the genders, let me tell you. <laughs> and it starts from like birth, like, I, I mean, it really is. It's pretty different, you know, the toys that, that's a tangent, the toys my sons choose to play with versus what my daughter chooses to play with, even though like, like trucks were available to her and stuff like, no, they're obsessed with things with wheels and she was not. Um, but anyway, so we, you know, we use now, could I just ask you to hold up
0: one of those wheel toys? I think the boys in the call would really, really appreciate that. (laughs) If you have those around, that would be
3: fantastic. Sorry, just go ahead. Just go go ahead. Um, so, between, like, needing to protect some quiet while I get my youngest down for a nap, and then also just, like, knowing that watching a show is a possibility, um, my older two would ask all the time, can I watch a show? Can I watch a show? Can I watch it? And it's like, well, let's, there's other things to do. No, no you, you could also say, day. I'm not sure and if I like,
0: produced a show today, because I assume that's all they. <laughs> All I see there. that's all
1: they want
3: to watch. Yeah, yeah, of
0: course. But sorry, go ahead. I
1: mean, I never did. But... <laughs> he, you tell me about uh, I shows. am a show. You tell me all about his shows. So, so what we, um, I have
3: eventually, for now, my kids will watch, at least the older two, watch one or two episodes of something every day. And it's like, it's not. For a while, it was like, well, if you do this, then you can watch a show. And I was using it like an incentive or a reward. But it was really hard to, um, like, well, if I really needed to put my youngest down or, like, I needed some, you know, he his naps will last a certain amount of time. The first half of his nap, like, he can deal, like, once he's asleep, he can deal with some noise. But in, like, towards the end, he'll wake up uh, with not very much noise. So it's, like... Oh, if I can't find so you know, we've got to wait,
0: sorry, suddenly so are yeah. you are you saying that it's tough to get a kid to nap if he hears sounds of immense enjoyment from the next room? Because as a younger sibling, <laughs> I could tell you I was always on the lookout for people having fun when I wasn't around. <laughs> exactly. And then it's just like I will never ever nap again. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No. I mean, uh, that seems to be. Um, yeah. so anyway, we yeah. we use the we use this, you know. Now I, it's just like, yes, you can watch a show at two o'clock while your brother is napping and, you know, like we've got pretty like, you know, strong limits around those. It's like, it's, it's this from here to here and then it's over and, you know, they get to practice like that, like, like dealing with that feeling of like, no, I just want to watch one more episode and like, yep. Well, we can watch another day, and it's really hard to stop. I totally understand.
0: Like, yeah. I absolutely love watching parents imitate their kids. Like, your entire face changed. <laughs> 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 I will eat you alive, mom, if you don't give me what. <laughs> the intensity, right? Uh, yeah. What's What's even more instructive is watching children imitate their parents. Also, oh. quite quite instructive to do no i'm really not in fact that's probably better for the entire show if you don't but okay but uh no no i i that intensity of like you know because you know as parents we got a whole bunch of stuff going on kids like they're like lasers like one thing one thing and they will bore through anyway okay so uh, luna did you want to mention something uh, about this as well sorry natalie if you were done i think i'm yeah yeah okay luna you wanted to jump in with something
5: yeah, I just wanted to say how we don't do screen time. And I agree with Natalie. Part of it is temperament. My daughter is amazingly compliant. Like if she's being loud while our son is trying to nap, uh, we play, we um, we basically see like, oh, can we do this as quietly as possible? Uh, we start whispering to each other like, pss, 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 and she thinks it's so funny. Sorry, just, um, uh, just a
0: moment. Just Tim starting to cry. I can see it. Uh, but we'll, we'll get back to t- kids' temperament, uh, Tim's tem- temperament uh, uh, in a moment. Go ahead.
5: Or, you know, sometimes uh, if my son is napping, we'll go on a walk around the block. Like my son's fine by himself for, you know, 45 minutes that it takes to walk around the block with my daughter. Uh, the other thing we started from birth was having a gated off play space. So I can just leave my daughter in the play space. The way I set it up, it's super fun. Tons of books, tons of toys, trampoline, chalkboard, coloring books, everything that could be fun is in there. And if I have to change my son's diaper, put him down for a nap, she stays in the gated play space. But I don't know how that works with a five-year-old who can probably just climb over a baby gate.
0: Uh, actually, they just chew their way out at that age. But yeah, go ahead. Um,
5: so anyway, that's that's how we've set things up where from birth but they've had a gated off play space. So they don't know any differently. They don't know that other kids get free range of the house. Um, and yes, the, they don't really want to escape since they haven't been exposed to the screens yet. They don't know what they're missing. And if they do see me on a screen, it's really boring. I'm ordering groceries. I'm pulling up a song um, I'm texting my husband, like there's nothing fun happening on the screen.
0: Jerry, uh, did you want to mention something? I, I I'm trying to get the tone of your message here, but it's something like this. Yeah. That worked for about a minute with our son or something like that. I think that's sort of the tone that, that went on uh, yeah, amazingly I mean, yeah. compliant, <laughs> amazingly <laughs> compliant. That was actually our first middle names for Izzy, but, uh, we actually weren't allowed to legally do that uh jerry did you want to mention something about Wait, uh, uh, yeah go One ahead thing.
1: wasn't it illegal to like name your kid nutella in some place
0: yeah yeah i think just they thinking did have of, some... like
1: funny names i don't know why. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> jerry are you on you're gonna need to unmute if yeah can yeah move.
6: can you hear me all right yeah, yeah, go i go switched it. my headset okay um a couple things there so yeah the the um let's just be quiet that that worked for about a minute um we're we're a little bit worried that our our oldest is going to be an evil genius. He is fantastic at monologuing,
0: um, or or he'll be Steph. You know, one hey of the hey, kids. what's wrong with being good at monologuing? <laughs> Why does monologuing? that make you an evil genius? <laughs> okay, I have a long speech to make about that. <laughs> <laughs> Monologue yeah exactly one person talking and they don't let it's called filibustering you just one oh. person talks and you just simply don't let you know in and among us in among- okay so <laughs> just so if, if there are other people uh younger people listening explain how it works if you're uh the imposter in and you want to
1: you just you just want to i guess monologue or filibuster the entire time so no one else can get any information about where about the what happened
0: <laughs> yeah that's right jared Anyway, so um, yeah, yeah, so, Jared
1: does like to filibuster so yeah, bit. but
0: I'd <laughs> like to hear more about the evil genius thing because uh, this may be uh, evidence in court at one point. Go ahead. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, and he's brilliant. It's fantastic, and obviously he's uh, incredibly smart. But um, you know, and this kind of goes back to the to the negotiating thing, where you know it's hard to negotiate when uh, it's a very one sided negotiation. Um, but as for the uh, the um, What Luna was talking about with, uh, you know, kind of keeping them in in a certain area that that worked as well for a little bit. Um, But our two year old, uh, he's our climber. (laughs) So even though he's teeny tiny, he always climbed way more than his older brother and still does. Um, So, you know, it it just seems there's it's it's different personalities. And and it's very tough when
0: they're actually born in a Spider-Man suit, like they come out that way. (laughs) Uh, because then you just know you're going to have uh, child proofing is going to be a challenge right yeah we, we right. know
1: these kids um we know some kids they have they have three kids and um uh what's it called one of them like their youngest just climbs everything We oh, like yeah. you're in a playground together and the swings there's some really tall swings yeah. right and they had these metal poles going up to like support it on the sides so yeah, yeah. He just went right up.
0: oh yeah you uh you want to know where that kid is just look up that that's all you Just need to do up, Just, you'll no, find no matter it, he'll where be you hanging are from
1: your fan He'll yeah, be like, yeah, <laughs> he'll be anywhere
0: it's a circus show called "Mummy screaming all right um okay good so let me ask you this so here's here's a comment that came out of um uh, a, a listener so he's saying he's sort of having a big problem with with the relationship he has and i guess this is a, another question and i'm happy to take more questions from the the watchers and it is um Uh, So my friend had kids after I did, and our sons are six months apart. My son is way more verbal and super polite and loving and trusting, whereas hers is almost nonverbal and hits and fights with everyone. And she threatens violence. This is his, his friend, right? I really don't want my kids around it. And I'm definitely going to cut her out after hearing the latest podcast, blah, blah, blah. I don't want my kids around it. I've told her that the difference in parenting makes a difference. And she just thinks her kids both are nonverbal four and two, are slow learners, but both her and her husband work and are constantly threatening their kids, so when it comes to who your kids are around, you know because this you know again, on average three quarters of, of parents admit to to hitting their kids, which is a really tragic yes. number, uh, and you know that's just the ones who admit now in terms of being absent, uh, being unattached, uh, being screen addicted for the parents um, or uh, yelling, raising voice, threatening, intimidating, calling names—all this kind of stuff. What is the social situation with regards to your kids and uh, kids, kids around who may not be parented in a in a peaceful manner, or uh, maybe a challenge? And it's tough, right? Because your kids going to grow up; they have to go out and deal with the world, and there will be, of course, the world is full of traumatized people. Uh, the world is full, full of traumatized people. And do you learn how to deal with them? Do you just try and create a society or a situation where you don't have to deal with them uh, as much? Uh, how is that playing out? Uh, and I guess we can start with Tim and then go counterclockwise, and we can end up uh, with Jared. But again, as right the...
1: before you start, Tim, uh, I wanted to add one thing. So when it comes to hitting kids, it's in society. It's like, yeah, it's fine, right? Mm. But I mean, if you go up to like say. I know Bob walks up to Tom, right? And Bob just slaps Tom mm-hmm. out of the blue. He could get fined, he might get arrested if it's like a punch or something. Yeah. But when it comes to kids, in a few places, it's actually like, yeah, go hit your kids. It's good for them. Most places. And mm-hmm. most places, yeah, most places. And it's it's just if an adult hits an adult, they get like fined or put in jail for a bit or whatever. But if an adult hits a kid, it's like, good for you.
0: <laughs> well, and and if Bob goes up to, to Tom and hits him, Tom can dodge. Tom can hit back. Tom can call the police. Tom, Tom can, can run, just run away. Could run away. That's my preferred yeah, strategy And the kids are
1: just like stuck there. Like, yeah, kids I mean, are
0: trapped, right? I mean, this is what we talked about the other day with regards to the pandemic. I mean, my gosh, kids with bad parents, they're all stuck at home together. Can't I mean, even they don't get out
1: to school. They or can't even get out
0: to the relative of safety of school. And uh that's a whole thing which we're not really talking about. That's why kids' uh self destructive behaviors are going through the roof at the moment because I think a lot of them are stuck home with. Yeah. And it's it's a terrible, terrible, terrible. It's the worst double, double standard around. But this is a state state of society where kids don't vote. Right. Yeah. And so nobody you should really have is. kids voting. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say we shouldn't. Uh, it's a whole other thing. So, but yeah, how, how do you guys deal with um, kids who are raised in the traditional um, non peaceful, let's put it as nicely as possible, non peaceful way? Have you navigated that or, or how does that play out? Tim, do you want to give it a shot? Yeah,
2: uh, like with um, they were my kids were going to daycare and then because of covid our circumstances changed to where we could have them at home and um that had a big effect i my um two-year-old at the time i i don't know like she just went just began this thing where she would bite and pinch all the time and she still does it like it's um she doesn 't bite as much anymore, but she, if she's just next to you, she's going to just try to start pinching it and I think that yeah play pinch or like leave a welt pinch uh, <laughs> I was like I don't know it's a great so um, I don't know it's pretty hard <laughs> yeah um, it's more than play pinch, I' would say, but I don't know if she's intentionally trying to be mean, like it's just something that she does and um, I think she picked that up at daycare like she's with these kids and a little kids trying to take her toy and she doesn't know what to do about it and then this, you know this might have worked one or two times and then it's like wide in her head at a young such a, such a young age that um, and, and it, I used to get really mad about it and then I realized that I'm kind of the one who caused her to start doing that because I put her in that environment where she learned that so then I you know, started not getting mad about it. And I, and I used to be like, I try to do universally, a uh, universal preferable behavior. I'm like, Oh, you pinch me. I'm going to pinch you. But that doesn't work. She doesn't like process why. Um, so- that's not quite UPB. <laughs> just, just, you know, I know, you know, yeah. whack, you know cause, yeah. cause she's a <laughs> kid and you put her in the environment. So uh, that, that may be self-defense as an adult, yeah. but not uh, as, as a parent, but anyway, go on. But it, that totally doesn't work. She doesn't like see that connection at all. So she just, oh, you pinch me, you know, But she, because you pinch me. And she goes, no, you pinch me. So I just have. To, so doing that doesn't work. The only thing you can say is I don't like that. And you just say that over each time. And then
0: have you have you asked her where she got it from? Because she, of course, she uh, most likely she was pinched by an older kid uh, in daycare.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but. She's still too – her verbal skills is still not really there to have a conversation like that, I think, at this point. She, yeah. She's too I good. could try. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously you know your kid better than we do, of course, but I think you should still give it a try. I mean, just in case maybe they can, like, draw it a little bit if they can't quite exactly say it. Or, I don't know, maybe just – I'd say give it a try if you can.
2: Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, it might have been too long ago, too, because she was – I think it, she was in there from that – uh that was like a year and a half ago. So she was only like one and a half at the time. Oh, right? okay. So it yeah. pretty tough to remember, uh, right?
0: Uh,
2: but your other kids don't, the, the kids who had less exposure to daycare
0: don't do that. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my, 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 thank, you know, thank God my, my youngest who's one, she's never been in daycare. And then my five year old, uh, that she never really took to that, doing that. So they're all pretty nonviolent and get along well.
0: Excellent. All right, Natalie, Normie kids, go.
3: Um, we, my kids don't. They don't get to see Normie kids very much, and I. It's not like. But
0: do they watch documentaries? And uh, no, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Go.
3: <laughs> no, I mean just uh the way, uh the way our life is um we interact with uh, kind of a a small number of families and the ones that we do basically all have uh, pretty similar um, approaches to parenting. Um, There's some parents that I met um, when my daughter was young Um, in my state. They have a, it's offered through, it's offered through the like the public school, early childhood family education, which are classes where like, um, parents can come, you know, parents come with their child and you have a couple of hours that you're together and you're doing some like just observation, some playing together and then some parent education time. And, um, my experience with those classes has actually been really positive. They, um, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, current with, uh, you know, research about um, a parenting and child development and relationships, you know, so you get all the, you know, it's, res- you know, respectful parenting and, and, you know, acknowledging feelings and curiosity about what's going on. And you put together with the child development piece of like, well, what, what's the motor that's driving them, you know, like the, um, you know, like a kid, you know, is not being defiant. They're doing their job. What well, you know, their job is to test, and your job is to respond and set limits. You know, like a lot of um, you know, helping to understand like what's what's happening in your child's brain that contribute to some of the things that are challenging. Um, and also you have a chance with other parents who are learning these things too. You have a chance to have your kids can practice, you know, they interact and like the, the teachers, ha, you know, can help model how you would, how would you intervene in, in a conflict between two kids who want the same thing? Like, how do you, how do you talk to them? How do you um, help them work through that? You know, do you just give it like, oh, like that's you have to take turns, you know, like the traditional, traditionally it's like, well, you have to take turns. You have to share It's like, well, that's not necessarily develop, developmentally appropriate for, a one-year-old or, a, you know, a, two, a two-year-old, if you can't trust that, you know, you can play with this thing that you have, like at any moment, an adult might come in and say, you have to give it to this other kid. It's like, what? That doesn't, I don't understand. And like, I'm suspicious that, you know, anyway. So um, I was really um, fortunate to have a, a pool of parents who were going through kind of the same um, uh, kind of education process. And so, you uh, I, you know, I had this other pool of, um, moms that, um, had the, uh, you know, a similar, a similar approach and we've done that with, a, a, a couple of our kids, but, um, we're not attending those classes right now. Um, but, um, it, that's been nice. So we've got some friends, you know, some friends from that pool where we, you know, we kind of have the same. And then, um, some of my friends from other parts of my life have, again, like have adopted similar, um similar parenting approaches and I I think part of it is because you know um some of the things that that I have learned and shared with them not to like toot my own horn but like my my friend whose kids are older than my kids that I was taking care of when I was you know when I first um it was introduced to um Steph's work you know know, she was struggling with her five-year-old being defiant and you know whatever and she was kept punishing and like you know not spanking but just like taking away privileges take consequences taking away the stuff that he wanted to do and it just kept it kept getting she's like I don't know I can't do more and I was like well why you know and I kind like why would you use the thing that you know your intimacy with him why would you use that against him you know to you know that um you know she stopped doing those things and he stopped being defiant. Like it was kind of um kind of amazing. But any anyway, um I have a friend who did at one time, you know, spank um her son um when he was young. And you know, I kind of made that argument about like what you know that you know it's it maybe you get short term compliance but long term more behavior. You know, like the science is is there and also, you know, you know, the real, the relationship and, and all, all of those things. So she stopped, she stopped, you know, they, um, she's had, you know, two more boys after that and, and nobody is spanked in our house anymore. And, you know, like that's, uh,
0: it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I can never for the life. I mean, the idea that, that you and I would, you know, like we wake up and we have breakfast and then you'd be like, I hope dad doesn't get mad. I hope dad's not in the bed. Like that would, like, just that would like... be just so awful, especially when we all, you know, if you're homeschooled and, you know, we're sort of a 24 seven situation here. I mean, just to make your kids afraid of you and, and, and think that's the plan for the next 18 years is just a rule by fear.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's just like, Ugh. Well, basically until the teenage years, because what's the teenage years? It's like parents. Well, then, then you're <laughs> gonna get
0: right. You're gonna get the fight back, right? Yeah. And then, as I, I said before, we were talking about this the other day here at home. Uh, you know, most of parenting when they're young is just getting ready for the teen storms, getting ready for the the, uh, the uh, emotional roller coaster of the teen years and uh, the the uh, skepticism of the parents and the eye rolling and sighing. Which okay, is eye
1: rolling started at nine.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? This what? is happening. What? The... <laughs> Yeah, no, um, so um, I just, you can lean into the mic here, just if, if you want, if you could give people the sigh that happens when the dad, see the dad jokes used to be kind of enjoyable. They went through a little I bit of- I still like
6: them. No, no, but, no, but give, give me
0: give me the sigh. You can do it right into the mic. So imagine bad dad joke. I don't know if you guys heard that, but that is the sound of the soul I leaving the body. I think heard it. He yeah, that is laughing. the sound of the soul leaving. <laughs> Yeah, just, just something like that. Someone help me. I, like- I've heard that once or twice while playing Among Us. <laughs> yes, there is you that. You have
1: heard that a few times. I think everyone has. There
0: is that sigh, uh, Also, the rage quit. But anyway. Um, from what? The rage quit. Oh, from you? I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. I didn't say it directly. Yeah, okay. You just inferred it because of reason and evidence. <laughs> um, but no, just this idea that, that you know, that, that this is what I'm going to do is I'm going to intimidate a, 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 a little kid you know, that that's my strategy for life is I'm gonna, you know, go out. And, you know, uh, if my boss asks me to do something, I'll be okay. You know, if the waiter brings me my food, and my food is cold, I'll be okay. But when I get home, man, I'm sure we're gonna bully that little kid. It's just like, it's just so weird. And how, how sad it would be to, you know, like, when, you know, I want you to have some measure of happiness, when we walk into a room together, not like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's going to make a joke. No, wait.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. <laughs> uh-oh.
0: He's going to try and show me some dance moves. Um, but uh, dad jokes for life, no compromise, says someone. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but no, just the, the rule by fear thing, I think, would just be, uh, you know, to why on earth would you want to bring someone into this life and then just have them fear you? Yeah, you know? it
1: just...
6: Ah,
0: it. So sad, it's, like why uh,
1: have kids if you're just gonna like traumatize? them?
0: Oh, yeah, no, don't, uh, don't understand that at all. It's, uh, it's beyond my comprehension. Um, I mean, I've had the experience on the other side, but doing it on this side. So, uh, sorry, uh, Luna, we were going to talk, uh, how do you manage the impulse to become a helicopter parent?
1: Um, good question. <laughs>
0: you really sounded like you were going to say something i was going
1: to say something and then i wasn't because i kind of like i thought i had something cool like cool to say and then i was like wait no i don't oh it happens to me
0: all the time trust me just keep talking
1: just talk. Five thousand shows okay um honestly i mean i'd say about that i don't really know because i'm not the parent too well but just let your kids do things they'll learn from experience but it's like the parents are trying to prevent everything the kid does it won't work because your kids will, will still want to try and experiment and stuff. They have to learn from, like, if they try and jump off, I don't know, like, try and climb a rock, like, a, you know, where still sometimes they'll see those signs, don't climb the rock. Say so they end up climbing the rock and they fall down the rock. Yes, they'll hurt themselves. Like, also, kids are much younger and they heal very fast. I know that myself. Yep. Um, but honestly, I mean, just let them learn from experience. Next time, they'll be a lot more wary about, like, climbing things that they probably shouldn't. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, th- there has to be a certain amount of learning by experience. And again, that's a bit of a dad thing versus a mom thing. The mom thing is all about preventing harm, and the dad thing is walk it off. And, yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean,. You have to have a balance, right? So when when you were learning to ride a bike, we didn't just put you at the top of a big hill and say good luck, right? Have fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at the same time, if you you know you fell a couple of times, like all kids do on their bikes, and I
1: remember I was so excited. I got fourteen pedals, and then I fell, and I like I really hurt myself. I was so excited because I'm like I I did I turned what is it called I uh, pedaled my feet fourteen times and I made a certain distance. Yep, that's very cool. So, no, not fourteen times. Fourteen seconds. I did fourteen, 14 seconds. seconds and I that's was right. So excited.
0: And then you know you're gonna fall, and and the the whole point of falling though. Is to to recognize and realize that you can uh, have a failure, you can have a setback you can be in pain, and you just get up and you you try it again. Uh, Sorry, just before we get to you Luna somebody said here uh, discipline right the question of discipline. So you cannot teach discipline to your children by hitting them because you're out of control of your temper, in other words you lack self discipline, so you can't. get your kids to be disciplined if you lack the discipline to reason with your kids, because if you are modeling losing control and then asking your kids to have discipline, that's a complete contradiction. They can never hear what you're saying over what you're doing. So, sorry, Luna, you uh, were, sorry, I rudely asked you to speak and then interrupted. So, so go for it. I mean, in terms Uh, of like kids who may not be quite as evolved as your parenting. uh, Oh,
5: okay, so wait, am I responding to- Yeah, sorry, the question question was a while ago. I I apologize for that, but we
0: were talking just about how uh, if there are kids around a similar age and maybe the yeah. parents are somewhat similar in terms of parenting styles, but uh, there's issues in the parenting or issues in the family to the point where it may not be great for your kids in the long run. How do you deal with okay. that or have you had to?
5: Well, uh, my kids are young. My oldest just turned two. Uh, we were part of a mom's group until I got exiled for my political beliefs. So, but- I, I,
0: want, I want to hear that story if that's... Uh- <laughs> And I also want you to name names. Give me a website. And no, I'm just kidding. No, what, uh, Wikipedia.
5: What um. Well, yeah, we were part of this mom's group. And then um, they just thought that I was very judgmental, which I was confused by. And I just realized like uh, I'm only one like I wanted to know what people's kids were up to like, Uh, We all had kids around the same age, like, oh, what are his skills now? Like, did he learn some new words? What what are your kids up to? What does he like to eat? Um, And then I realized, like, hey, I'm the only one asking questions about these people's children. And it seemed like the mom's group was mostly like, let's ignore our kids and just talk about our own lives, which, uh, yeah. So anyway, we got exiled from that group.
0: Did you, did you bring it up that the parents seem to be somewhat self-absorbed and there's not much parenting going on?
5: No. I just got a text that I'm, I've been, like, uninvited.
0: Oof. <laughs> now, it's funny because, because they say, oh, Luna, you're just so judgmental, so we're going to judge you and expel yeah, exactly. you because you see being judgmental is
5: just so it's terrible. Awful. Well, I texted back. And I was like, wow, I'm really curious to hear about that. Can you tell me more? And then I never got a text back. So anyway, just had to scream we racism.
0: Of- All you had to do was scream racism. Come on, man! Don't you know how to yeah. work the system yet?
5: Yeah, uh, but at the time when we were hanging out, there was a lot going on that I wasn't comfortable with. There's one baby who babies can't help it; they spit up. That's just part of their like gut and esophagus. They can't help it. Um, and there's this one mom who's like really embarrassed by her child's spit up and she'd wipe his face so roughly. And it's just the complete opposite. Like my son spits up a lot before I wipe his face. It's not an emergency. You know, I say, I'm going to wipe your face, get ready for it. Cause how would you like it if somebody just, you know, took a paper towel to your face and rubbed you with it (laughs) without any warning. And yeah, so I was, we were exposed to parenting that I don't agree with, I thought it was uh, over the top, um, but I just follow my daughter's lead. I let her observe. And if she's curious about it, she act, she's she got the verbal skills where she'll keep repeating something because she wants me to help her process it. So after the fact, I'll say like, oh yeah, that's what happened. Um, and we just talk about it afterward. My approach to parenting is, um, with her, uh, we want to have a big family, so uh, my approach with her, so I think somebody was talking about, like, how to not be a helicopter parent. With my daughter, when she was first born, my philosophy was treat her like she's a second child, like, don't be all up in her grill, let her observe, and if she needs help processing, she'll talk to me about it, or, um, you know, I'll initiate the processing. Um, I... So we're not really part of any mom's groups anymore, but she does socialize with her younger brother. And when it comes to sharing, um, I try not to intervene unless, uh, and neither of them is aggressive. So, um, you know, he'll squawk at her. <laughs> if she takes a big way and he's upset with it. And she'll, she's startled. Oh no, uh, my son will squawk at, her if she wait, takes wait, the toilet what does that ride? sound
0: like like what what does the squawk sound like to you but <laughs> what what the heck is <laughs>
5: no, that
6: okay true. try that again
0: no. hang on hang on we gotta get a proper squawk here <laughs> I, I think everyone should imitate it but but so mine would <laughs> something like that but, but what do you have for a squawk? i don't know
1: i kind of like imagining something but i can't say <laughs>
0: it's like a chicken they sound like a chicken being run over there that's right <laughs> Anyone? you can try.
1: You no, know, you no, know, other people can try. They'll yeah, can, other just, just do me thinking. a favor,
0: everyone. Try, try. It. We'll, we'll, we'll get the actual squawk, but I'm quite fascinated by this. I've never heard a. Child ah! that. What? Ah! Oh, very good. <laughs> very. Nice. Good. I, I just I saw a whole bunch of mice just scurry away from that owl. Uh, Tim, can you get a good squawk in?
1: Wah! That was that was not- that was a very <laughs>
0: surprised owl. And uh, Natalie, what, what do you got in your glottal there?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: Oh, come on, play.
1: Okay, these
0: well, come on, You got my us
1: one. girls are too. Come
0: shy. on, come on. Keep, keep, keep. Oh no!
1: Oh, that's just heartbreaking. I had to. That is heartbreaking. I had to do the cute one. I just had to.
0: Okay, Natalie, come on, give us a score. Ah! Oh, fantastic! So the
1: what is this? I don't
6: know.
0: All right. Well, I I think I'm the closest, do- but. Do a better one. <laughs> do me. Me do yeah, a better you do. one. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, 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 oh, is that that would be that's like a complaint? More like a pig. That's, no, no. But that's something like the kid. Uh, something like what? Okay, that's a squawk.
1: That's not a squawk. It's
0: close. All right.
1: It's not even close to squawk.
0: All right. So. Um, I think this it was, was mostly I want to like close one, one or no. <laughs> Okay, sorry for everyone's hearing there. Yeah, sorry. Do not listen to this while falling asleep. Okay, so here's <laughs> all of our anticipation of what the squawk sounds like. Um, uh, Luna, if you could just give us I what the squawk actually something is. I cute,
5: but I can't make the
0: noise. Yeah, yeah. Luna, it what, was what,
5: what, mostly like Jared's squawk, so it's very startling. And it stops her in her tracks. She lets go of the I'm toy and she's I like... I can not actually
0: hear you imitate it, unless I missed something there. If you oh,
5: could, I have oh. to do it. Oh. Yes, you You oh. don't
0: have to, but, you know, I'm just curious what it sounds like.
5: Uh... Let's just say it sounds like Jared's. Jared, can you and... give us that
0: one more time just so we get a reference? <clears throat> ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> that is, ah! Are you sure that's not something out by the bird feeder? Are you sure that's actually <laughs> coming from your child? Because that sounds like something laying an egg. I just wanna, Jared, did you actually lay Okay, we'll get back to, we'll get to what to Jared was doing, but sorry, go ahead.
5: But, yeah, I just let them sort things out for themselves. I'm right there with them, uh, to be able to intervene if I need to, but you know, they're learning from each other, how to, how they influence each other and what their impact is. So I just don't need to intervene unless there's something aggressive happening, which there pretty much never is.
0: Well, you are, you are a very calming person. And uh, I actually feel slightly less aggressive, uh, just even in this conversation, <laughs> slightly, which is a, a massive breakthrough for me. So very
1: slightly, no. very slightly.
0: All right. Um, so, uh, if you want to throw in any last questions, certainly, really, really appreciate everyone's time today. I'd like to thank the person who has decided to grace us with their presence. Uh, uh, almost an hour and forty minutes into the show. Well, quite the prima donna, aren't you? <laughs> All right. Wait, what? Uh, no, that's just kidding. <laughs> it's uh, nice to have you. Hi, Seth. How you doing? Hey. Sorry, uh, yeah, I, thought, I
7: thought it was uh, specific. No, no, no. We
0: have uh, we've mostly been solving problems in your family. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I've been
1: just talking about you the whole basically,
0: time. Basically, lack of paintings and lack of wall colorings. Uh, a wall cover, uh, a lack of uh, window coverings seems to be the major. And
1: the blue window, man. We need to discuss that.
0: <laughs> all right. So uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Sorry, you're a little late. We'll be doing these again. But uh, if you wanted to, Sal, tell us a little bit about yourself and your, your parenting history, if there is one and all that.
7: Oh... That, that, that might take a little time. I guess, uh, essentially, my parents weren't able to effectively make decisions as a single unit. So, you know, my dad's anti-rational. My mom's irrational, <laughs> which is a problem. You know, it's like, my, my dad's... I But he uses a lot of non-arguments. And when I was a kid, he would... Uh, you know, he wasn't able to persuade people because obviously anti-rational. And so he would get angry, passive aggressive, throw temper tantrums, that sort of thing.
0: I'm sorry. Sorry to hear about that. So we're obviously here to talk about some slightly better parenting practices. You're yeah. not a parent that yourself, right?
7: Uh, not yet, but the idea is I want to, you know, get a grasp of it beforehand.
0: Would you like to tell us anything about this bachelor pad thing you've got going on here? Because I do not see uh, much of a female touch in this entire environment. In fact, I'm, this is pretty much Ray Charles' decorating uh, approach. Like, uh, <laughs> OK, you're going to be on video. Do you think your wife would let you have an unmade bed in the background? The answer to that is no.
1: Man, my mom doesn't even let me have an unmade bed when there's no when one on the house during quarantine. But
0: we're just going to mess it up again. It Doesn't matter. It's a principle of some abstract kind, and you never know when Architectural Digest is going to fly past with a helicopter and a camera.
7: Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, my biggest problem in my life right now is that essentially I have Asperger's syndrome, ah. and like most people with Asperger's, I'm very bright, you know, very good at solving problems. But ninety percent of us are either unemployed or underemployed, right? Ah. So there's there's something about us that makes it very difficult for us to find work. So uh, right now, my job is essentially, you know, I graduated from a data science boot camp and got a degree in computer science. And so, you know, to support myself financially, I'm living with my parents. Not great, but, you know, got to do what I got to do until I can support myself. So
0: I, I appreciate that. And hopefully some of the stuff we're talking about here will, you know, because everyone thinks parenting topics are just about like, when you're a kid, right, like, like when you have kids, but uh, we all parent ourselves, you know, we, we have this, you know, the ego, the super ego, the id. like we have various aspects to ourselves. I parent myself, uh, sometimes I'll say, okay, I'll play a little among us, but only if I work out at the same time, because uh, you know, then it's, you know, I, I it's we okay, all,
2: then. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: no, but we, we all parent ourselves. So parenting topics aren't just about when you have kids, it's about how you relate to the authoritative standards within yourself. Uh, one of
7: my favorite uh sayings from jordan peterson is you need to negotiate with yourself as if you're someone you're trying to help
0: right absolutely right absolutely right i think that's a very very profound thing and i sort of call it the miko system which is that we're not just an individual thing we have parents in our heads we've got teachers we've got the media we've got censorship we've got deplatforming concerns we've got blowback we've got desire we've got you know like we're a whole big complicated thing and you really need to um make sure that uh um you negotiate with yourself well. So how we talk about parenting is also how we talk about things with ourselves. All right, let's do uh, one last question roundtable thing. Uh, we're going to start with Izzy. Now, people who come into the chat and listen, no, no hate, no problem. I'm really, really glad the people are bringing these perspectives in. It's very, very important. So there is a certain amount of um, uh, snidiness or, or sarcasm when it comes to uh, peaceful parenting and is he's going to take a, a swing at this i just checked with her earlier and so somebody's coming in and this is you hear this kind of stuff all the time it's like uh, uh, the, the the sort of commentary or the the parody in a sense is the parent who says it's okay johnny you may have ice cream for dinner i want to respect your feelings as an independent human being and and so you can have your ice cream and and you can stay up till three o'clock in the morning uh watching youtube and because that's what you want to do and and i want to honor your blah 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 right so right okay so no but that's 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 a question that people come up because they think in these binary extremes right like it's either you know you pound the kid into submission and and mold them like a hard piece of plasticine into a mirror image of your own messed up self or they completely run the roost. There's no negotiation. There's no rules. There's nothing. Like something this is... in
1: between would be best. Like I, I need, mean, you know, you need to like you can't just say it's okay, Johnny. Have ice cream and popsicles for dinner or whatever. Right. But you also like you can say maybe something like okay, well you can have have your meal first, whether it's rice, vegetables, hamburger, whatever. Have your dinner first, and then you can have some ice cream, and then maybe we can do something a little after, dinner, maybe we can watch I don't know one of his episodes or whatever and go to bed. But I mean, it can't be like do whatever you want. Like, as your example, stay up to 3 a.m. and eat ice cream the entire time.
0: Well, so I, I remember when, have you guys ever just raised your hands if you've seen the movie 2001, the Space Odyssey? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So in the movie 2001, they use the music in a fantastic way. It's not actually that great a movie, but, and the last half of it's completely incomprehensible, but nonetheless, There is this great uh, uh, song. Remember how this song goes? It's really dramatic, right? And it's when a spaceship is docking or some big thing is happening in the movie, right? And I remember holding up the first piece of chocolate when my daughter was very little. You were very little. And I knew the moment. It's like Luna with her screens and her kids, right? The moment that this chocolate passes from my hand to my child. Right? That it was going to be, you cross the Rubicon, you go to this whole new place where the kid is now aware
1: of, of, of sugar. sugar. Of sugar. I remember mom, was, she, you guys have told this before, and I remember mom still says, yeah, I don't know why he gave it to her when she was two.
0: Mmm. Well, i like to be light the best way i do it was just sugar i mean otherwise i have to be it's messed my personality right so i knew that given the so the sugar then the sugar becomes a, a big wrestle right and i don't know if you remember this but when we would talk about sugar do you remember the tongue and the body thing
1: i don't remember that. so actually. i would
0: say that that's what your tongue likes
1: oh what your body likes right? and what
0: your body likes right and these two are not always in in step and we all have this problem that We're drawn to bright colours. We're born to sugar. Do you remember why?
1: Because... Um, it's like it's if it's fruit and it's really good for you and it's a rare thing to have.
0: Yeah, it draws us to fruit. It draws us to honey, other big sources of, of calories. And we needed fruit in order to survive. So bright colors, that's white why candies skittles, have bright colors, skittles, skittles have bright are colors. Like
1: and Neon. Right. I remember I ate one skittle, my entire tongue turned like, yellow.
0: That's right. That's right. So, so our, our tongue, and also we, we, we didn't evolve with candy in the environment, no, right? I mean, we, so candy takes our desire for fruit and makes it, our brains go crazy for it. And, and sugar is really. Oh, should we just take a Let's moment? Let's take a moment. Let's to just take a moment your... to enjoy even the very idea of sugar. Oh, top three. Top three sugars. Go.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Nutella. Yeah. Um. Oh, man, those ice cream bars.
0: Oh, the vanilla this, ice cream bars yeah, with vanilla this... chocolate outings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, oh, my goodness. There's one other that I absolutely love, but I can't remember at the moment. Um. So... I'd say Oreos. Like, those are, like, my main top three. There are definitely more I like more, but it's just, like, the, the names can't come to me at the moment. Here's the, here's
0: the great tragedy. Have we ever had a bag of Oreos in the house?
1: No. Never. We we've, we've had, like, one of those little cups that we got once and we ate, like, half of them and then they went stale because we just put them just, at the top of the cupboard.
0: And you're very good at, you. you'll take candy, you'll keep candy, but you won't eat it.
1: Oh I'm at least that I'm we praying, can tell. At least that you can tell. No, <laughs> like I have this thing, or at least I did for the longest time anyways. Um we got rid of a bunch of it recently. Or not recently, like last year, but no. anyways, I had like four Halloween uh, bags oh, bag of giant candy. bags! and I just like an I had army. like a can like a little spare cupboard we were using and I just filled it with all my candy and I have it was uh, the candy cupboard or candy drawer oh, yeah. or something like that and I just had bags and bags of candy. Like I wouldn't eat it. I'd just like have it and I'd collect it. Oh you could
0: invade Russia with these things. Like you could you could feed an army like throughout, <laughs> throughout a Cossack winter.
1: I had like a bag I'd just like sit in it. I'd be like okay that's that's a lot of chocolate let's just sit in it now.
0: Right. And so 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 teaching you that and look we all I don't know if you guys are sugar addicts. I mean, raise your hand if you like sugar, maybe a little too much. Anybody? Anybody?
1: <laughs> Both my hands.
0: Uh, Luna, sorry. There's something above you. You just. I think there's a spider coming down. If you just. Sorry, just. Wanted to make her feel included in the conversation, but um, I think no,
1: I may have come on camera. Sorry. Oh, it's
0: fine. So, so that's that issue of of sugar. Yes, what your tongue likes and what your body likes, and the two like your body likes vegetables, your tongue doesn't like them as much because they were more common. Your tongue likes sugar and and salt and fats a lot of times, but your body doesn't like it as much. And you know, just trying to get that match up now. But of course, the first thing you want to do if you want your kids to eat well is you have to be somewhat committed to eating well yourself right i mean you have to just make that model that behavior it's like you you can't you can't you can't expect your kids to learn the language you don't speak like when they're little right it's exposure yeah. so you know i mean you don't see me mowing down every now and then i'll you know have like a little dessert thing or something yeah. like that or or you know mom makes these great greek cookies and all of that which oh, are, was... sorry hey, i have to me.
1: I helped no. stop
0: talking about this when i'm on camera <laughs> <Online>. I'm, oh, <laughs> drooling yeah. away But no, I mean, so you have to kind of model that behavior yourself and you have to explain, you know, what the body needs and what the tongue likes. And, you know, there's kind of a dance in life between between those things, you know, like the people who remember there's this COVID symptom, like people will lose their sense of taste. And that's really tragic, right? And you 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 were like, you were like, I can see the upside of that. I can
1: see the upside of that. Like I'd never have any sugar again. I'd eat so healthy.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Um, so, but you know, you got to have pleasure in life, but you also want to aim for a long life. So, you know, it's kind of a balance. And, but, and but
1: candy. <laughs> but
0: candy, yeah. So, um, so you model it, you talk about it, and but you know, you don't just sit there and say, if the kid wants ice cream for dinner and to stay up till three o'clock in the morning watching YouTube, uh, you don't just say, well, I'm going to respect your desires as, a, as yeah, an independent you gotta, human being. You gotta because they know
1: sometimes. And
0: and and well, but say no with with a reason, right? Yes. So I don't know if you remember the speech about what what we have to deliver you to
1: yeah you have to deliver me to adulthood being like reasonable and good
0: yeah so the way i <laughs> sort of explained it stuff. yeah we, we, you know our job is to deliver our children to adulthood and when they're adults we want them to look back and say the decisions you made for me as a child are reasonably good decisions or the decisions you helped me to make or whatever right so if your kid grows up uh, they're 18 years old they're significantly overweight they got teeth problems they've got nutritional issues they've got i don't know whatever the effects are of no exercise and bad food are they going to say i'm really really glad that you let me have all that candy when i was a kid of course they're not going to say no that.
1: they're not they're going to be like why didn't you make me exercise they're going to
0: be mad at you because now you set them up for a life of of battling weight and 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 you set them up for a life of of uh, problems with their knees and and joints and blah, right. It's gonna be
1: hard for them. Like if they're a girl, I know. Like if you're really overweight, it can be difficult to get pregnant sometimes. Right. And also, like just if you're really overweight, people obviously don't find that very attractive. No, it can be
0: tough to clean so yourself. I mean, it can, be, it can mean, also it's... be
1: hard to just get, get married and have dates and yeah, yeah. So stuff like yeah, that. That,
0: there's not a lot of, of of kids who who and a lot of kids are facing weight issues. These not a lot of kids who. They're going to get to adulthood, and then they're going to say, "Yeah, it was really great. You let me have all of those cookies when I was so." Thanks
1: for letting me eat ice cream for dinner and stay up till three yeah. a.m. Now I I can't. I'm really tired all the time. And-
0: yeah, that's like your your kids are going to really uh, be angry at you, and for good reason. When they become adults, if you haven't delivered the to them now again, if you have, uh, it's another sort of question too. Like if you have this uh, dower. No, you can't have any pleasure because that's irresponsible kind of thing. um, Then they may look back and say, you know, a couple of bits of candy would not have been the end of the world and it would make childhood a little bit more sparkly and fun. So I don't know. That's I'm sort of a Aristotelian middle of the road kind of guy. And I know some people are very anti sugar and I can really understand that as well. There's some arguments for that, too. But I really want, you know, when is he now twelve and a half ish, right? So, you know, she's going to be an adult in math years. Wait, what was? It? Wait, what? Just kidding. She's- I'm so, wait, what? <laughs> mm, carry the four. No, so she's going to be ad- adult. Rel- she's going to be relatively soon, right? Yeah. And you know, I want you to look back and say, yeah, you know, I, I think the decisions you made were good. These are decisions I can consider replicating with my own kids. Uh, but just what what are the kids going to be feeling if you just let them have ice cream for dinner all the time? Uh, how are they going to view your parenting when they're old and have you know massive it's health in issues. A short
1: time but not when they're older
0: yeah and and they won't respect you either if you don't have a presence and like two people both have to be present for a negotiation right yeah I mean if I just we make jokes about it but if I folded on everything it would be kind of tough to have any relationship with me because I wouldn't be there in a way yeah. right so you got to negotiate and, and if you folded oh. <laughs> Sorry. If you No, but if you folded on everything, it wouldn't be a relationship either, right? You the whole point oh, is Oh my too-
1: goodness, me when it comes to like an argument or like not an argument, like a discussion or something like that. Like absolutely no. Never. Yeah. I never fold on anything.
0: No, but you have to you have to I mean I
1: do, but yeah, I am mean, no, not but, really.
0: No, we we, we we fold on reason and legitimate requests and, and stuff like that, but no, you have to both be there to be negotiating. And if you're just saying to your kid, eat whatever you want for dinner, uh, then you're not actually there. As as a person, you're not actually having a relationship. To to eliminate your own needs in a relationship is to not be in a relationship, just to be exploited or or whatever it is. So sorry for for the long speech, but uh, this how, how would you guys answer this? Uh, it's okay, Johnny. You can have ice cream for dinner. I want to respect your feelings as an independent human being. You do whatever you want. Uh, and well, I,
7: uh, I, I have a thought related to that.
0: Can you uh, imagine? Uh, yeah,
7: can you imagine running a business that way? Hey, I know you want sixty percent of my company for five grand. Uh I'm going to respect your thoughts as a human being, and there you go. Oh, I know you want to come into work at noon, uh, sure, why not? I'm going to respect your thoughts as a human being.
0: Well, here's (laughs) the, yeah, and you, you, Seth, you make an absolutely brilliant point that I'm going to pretend is mine. All right. So, um, no, no, that's, that's, because here's the thing, too, you want to prepare your kids for adulthood, and, and of course, adults, when they go out into the world, they're not going to have that relationship where people no. can just oh do whatever you want, it doesn't matter, you know, express your inner blah, blah, blah. That's not how the world works. And you do need to prepare your kids. You know, if, if you taught your kids some secret language that was only you and your kids knew, and then they had to go out into the world and try and function, it'd be pretty tough, right? It would be. And so yeah, the world isn't going to treat you like just do whatever you want. And uh, so yeah, giving your kids that is actually not being a good parent, because you're not preparing them for the real world. So yeah, it's a I, great I, do, point, ha- so. I
7: do have a question. Yes, so- go ahead the way that I manage my sugar intake is essentially a quota. So I'm I'm not doing to the gram or anything like that, but it's like, I only really consume sugar maybe a little bit when I'm working or, you know, after dinner. like, so it's like, Hey, so for me to be healthy, I've decided to do X and, you know, I'd like you to be healthy too. So would you be willing to do the same thing or something to that effect in your experience being a parent, do you think something like that would be an effective way to peacefully parent your children?
0: I think as long as the kids gonna understand why the decisions are being made, then I think that's important. And you know, you, you will when you're out in the world you will see kids who are Overweight, right? And and you'll see them at the play centers. You'll see them at the parks, and they won't be able to do those hand over hand things. They'll be oh, out I of so breath. I was
1: too young and I couldn't do those. Oh well.
0: yeah, absolutely. So so you'll see, and you'll say, you know, uh, you know, you don't want to have that, you know, sort of pointed out, right? And and use them as a, you know, without shaming or anything, but use them as a learning example, and say. You remember how that kid couldn't climb the rope you know that's not particularly great and uh you know if you if you're at the, the the water park and there are kids who uh, are having trouble with the water park because of being overweight you can say well you don't want to be that way. Or, or you can say, you know, if I was overweight, I couldn't come and do all of these cool things with you, I couldn't uh, go to the water park for easily, I couldn't, you know, do the playing in the and the, um, the play centers and so on. And you like that I can do that. And, you know, if my parents had let me eat too much, uh, then I wouldn't be able to. So you know, just having a lot just of conversations, that, yeah. uh, you want a 360 mirror, the whole thing so that, uh, you know, they, they look at the overweight kid and say, Well, yeah, I don't really want that. And then, you know, we, we talked about this a while ago about how you know, gosh, I mean, dieting is I don't know if it's a huge scam or anything like that. But you know, how many people who are overweight, I mean, significantly overweight, how many people lose weight and keep it off? Do you remember we talked about this? It
1: was like 98% don't do
0: it. 98% of people who, you know, want to lose weight, uh, either don't lose the weight, they gain the weight, or they lose the weight and put put back as much if not more. Like once you have that weight, uh, it's, you know, it's a lifelong struggle. It's a lot of problems. And you know, why? Why would you want that? Uh, or, or as the saying goes, you know, uh, once on the lips, forever on the hips. It's yeah. a sort of female <laughs> statement, right? You, you enjoy the pleasure of the taste once, but it, it stays on your uh, on your um, your belly forever, right? So that's, we often yeah. we
1: often have a bit of sugar. Sometimes a little bit after lunch, like well, my mom my mom will make these uh, cookies in a hopper. Uh, they're like not very sugary. We reduce all the sugar in the recipes and stuff. They're basically just, just kind of Greek cookies. Yeah. Um. So we'll sometimes have one of those after lunch and maybe a little something after dinner if we have any other desserts. But I mean, we really don't have that much and it's not every day, it's often as I've, I think I mentioned this before, like we'll have our sugar on the weekends and we try not to have really any during the week. Um, so, I mean, we, we don't have a lot of sugar, so I think it's, it's good not to have a lot of sugar, but I think occasionally just letting yourself have a bunch can be okay, but.
0: Well, I remember when I first went to, so I was sort of paying my own bills since I was 15 and, by the time I got to university, I really wanted to be in university. I really wanted to, to do well. Whereas a lot of the kids who, um, you know, the parents were paying. They didn't take it very seriously. And you want to teach kids discipline by exposing them to temptation in a way and having them manage it, right? Because, you know, the thing where uh, I experimented with a bit of uh, drinking uh, alcohol when I was in my, uh, I was like, I don't know, 17 or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is really not any fun. So when I went to college, I didn't really have any interest in drinking in particular, right? Um, and again, I'm not saying do anything against the law or anything, but if you simply keep all temptation away from your kids, I'm not sure that you're teaching them how to manage the inevitable temptations uh, that are going to occur in life when you're old enough. Like when I was a kid, I don't know if you ever had this thought you're at a kid and you know, this is the evil thing they do at the grocery stores. They put all of the bright candy at, at eye level on the checkout counter and stuff like that. And I remember thinking, oh man, I can't wait till I, I, when I have a paycheck.
1: I think that all the time.
0: You, you, you think it's that? It started okay, to happen
1: a little less, but I mean, whenever I'm a kid, I live, well, not whenever I'm a kid, sorry. Like when I was younger, I mean, um, I always look at these candies and I'm just like, oh man, when I become like 15 or, or 20, like when I become 15 and I get like, I don't know, maybe I'll get a job and I can. Uh, maybe like I thought when I was older, I'd just get more allowance. Stuff. But all. I actually asked to like not get allowance because I'm like I'm gonna do more stuff by just like actually
0: yes, like I help my mom to clean to the store house, I get allowance. a little bit of money. You for wanted that. to I'd store up, up your like allowance that. so you'd get it all at once and feel more meaningful, yeah. right?
1: It wouldn't actually like no, I just asked for no allowance and asked like I'll do it occasionally from uh getting a little bit off the shows because like you get donations oh, yeah, and yeah, I help yeah, out with some of the sure. shows, like this one is an example. but uh, I mean, I also help my mom clean the house and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'll, I'll say I will take no allowance just for this. But I mean, I didn't really think that to happen when I was really young. Right. I was like, more money, the better.
0: Well, and the more so, money means you can buy more candy. Yeah, and, well, that's what
1: I always like. My, my main goal when I was younger to, was to get candy. So yeah. I mean, I was like, when I get a paycheck, or my allowance goes up. I can, I will buy all this candy and I'll just scoop eat it
2: all it. up.
0: Scoop! i got to come with the yeah. entire shopping cart. Now Clean I'm out a the place.
1: Quarter when it comes to money, I'll be like, oh my goodness, that's three dollars. Can I pay it?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, and I remember, I forgot about that, that we gave you an allowance and then you said you didn't want it because, you know, felt it was reasonable to do the chores anyway. Yeah, so.
1: I was like, I think I was nine when I'm like, you know what, I'll just not take an allowance and I'll take my money. I'll like actually work for my money instead of just like- Get it a for a breathing.
0: Chores. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, sorry um, 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 for that uh, divergence, but um, yeah, so if you guys wanted to, and we'll we'll stick to the people who have kids at the moment, sorry for uh, Jared and Seth, but Tim, uh, how do you deal with this sort of caricature of peaceful parenting that it's just complete- you know, license for hedonism for the kids.
2: Yeah, um, like, so uh, one thing that we do is i reverse the negotiation. So she asks for something and then I say no. And then she goes, well, I, but I say, well, it's not, we're not done yet. Why don't you try to make a deal with me? Like, what are you going to give me in exchange for that? Like appeal to my profit motive. And she's like, what's that? You know, and I'm like, you got to make me want to do it too, you know? And you can, you can maybe, you know, keep keep making different offers and we'll see what well, um if you can change my mind. Yeah. So oh they uh, like one other thing is um, and I really wanted to say this because like discipline is a lot like the state I think so like and then um so people will say that minarchism is okay. But, you know, what we know is that a small state will grow into a large one over time. And if you're having like a little bit of discipline, like spanking and yelling, it's very, and I'm just saying, I'm just thinking there might be somebody else out there like me, that it's really not, it's like a fire. You can't have like, you can't control it. It will get bigger and bigger to some point where you're going like, whoa, what am I doing here? So it's better to just put the fire out. Than to try to and and then the other thing is it just doesn't work I mean it doesn't work um and I I just look back and I just think man I just did not have any grace for my sweet little you know two-year-old and uh, I like and and they will do things that you just go wow you know like just the other just yesterday we were in a hotel and she ran her we let her run around in the halls a little bit And she pulled the fire alarm, you know, so the whole hotel had to get out. And, uh, or like you'll at the house, you'll find like the corner that she'll find a nail polish and she'll kind of paint the corner of the room with the nail polish. But you see, and- <laughs> what you can say to your kid is
0: thank you for helping make the day so memorable for daddy that <laughs> yeah. it'll never be just a blurry day. Thank you for yeah. giving me a great story and all that kind of stuff as well, yeah. right? But no, and but it, see, but, no, but yeah. that's partly preparation, right? So you you should go when you get to the hotel, if you can let her run around the hallway, you got to tell her this red box is only for fire. Like this is part of prep, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then the way, you know, she looks at me now and she goes, "Are you mad at me?" And I'm like, "I'm not. I'm not mad. I mean, I'm not mad, and you know, and I can just see how much, like, how much concern she had, and then she goes, "Oh, okay," you know. I'm like, and then we we do explain, yeah, this little red box, don't touch that,
0: or if you uh, do touch it, at least set a fire,
2: yeah. so that it's justified <laughs> in some manner. Just kidding, don't do that. Yeah. okay, good. Oh my gosh. But I just say you need to have grace for your kids, especially the little ones. They they because you they deserve it and and then they don't really know what they're doing and the the sooner you can um just like just realize just factor it in factor in from the start that they're going to do a lot of stuff like that and then when it happens you go okay well you've ripped the you know this nice piece of art off the wall and she's they're just like that a little bit so um i would just say factor in a the grace at, well, at how the long would it
0: take for you to get used to if you were abducted by aliens and went to a completely alien planet yeah. how long would it take for, or japan how long would it take for you to get entirely used to the situation the environment the language to feel perfectly at home It would take you years and years and years and you'd make a bunch of mistakes and right that's just natural right yeah but there'd be if they weren't making mistakes there'd be no point to parent you'd just turn them loose at the hospital
2: yeah after they're born right fun. Yeah. yeah and i and then i just i do regret it and i Oh, the, the other thing that uh, one last thing is the because I remember you had a, a, a podcast where you were talking about um, like the, turning parenting into a, a real time relationship discussion. And then it's been very helpful for me to empower my five year old because I say I tell her that I, I, it's not just an option for me to be nice to her or not. I have to be nice to her because when she gets older, she's going to have the ability. And I'm explaining that she understands this. Like when she gets older, she's going to have the ability to not see me or be around me. And if I'm not nice to her now, then when she gets older, um, she's going to be able to avoid me. And then, so I think she understands that. She goes, oh, well, you're not doing this just because you're being nice, but because you're doing it for your own profit. Like you, uh, you that gives her power in the relationship. And then I also use that for her when, um, you know, sometimes they get rough with each other and especially when they're first starting out, like that. I've seen my, you know, now five-year-old like hit my three-year-old like pretty hard, but then I say, you can't do stuff like that. And she goes for the same argument, when you guys get older, she might not want to see you when you become adults. And if you're not nice to her now, you know like you want to be friends forever you know the a to z thing um and i really think that that argument was something that she comprehended well and um uh is really useful for modifying their behavior oh yeah
0: we've had those conversations too you'll have to see me when you get older and my goal of course is to hopefully continue to provide value to you uh, as as we go forward in life, right? To Just
1: give me some chocolate, and I'll be totally
0: yeah. happy. <laughs> That's why they sugar... That's why bribery is so important. Okay, <laughs> gotta um...
1: bribe the children with chocolate, and they'll stay.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Natalie. What what are your um, uh, what are your what are your thoughts on on this issue of permissiveness and, and peaceful parenting?
3: Yeah, I've heard some arguments about like, oh, peaceful parenting. Like, well, you know that's fine, but kids need discipline, or they, you know, and, you know, it's, like, it's not an either or, and discipline, like, the, the root of the word is, is to teach, and it's, you know, discipline is not about punishment, it's about, you know, it's about teaching the skills that your child is showing you that they maybe need practice with, you know, like, um, you know, so um, I, I, I would say that if somebody, is, you know, wants to characterize peaceful parenting as, oh, you just let them do whatever they want because you have to respect their preferences and stuff. And, you know, like that, that, ignores, that ignores parental responsibility, as you say, to like deliver them to adulthood as, you know, intact capable, you know, human beings. Um, you know, like you know, and, and maybe a, a three year old doesn't understand that like, you know, and you can explain and we we've done I've used your um what the what the tongue wants and what the tummy wants with sugar and stuff. Like those 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 types of um explanations really help. Like I'm not saying no because you know I don't want you to be happy i'm saying no because it's my job to help help you stay healthy it's my job to help you regulate some of these things until you can do it yourself it's like
0: being a doctor Um, the doctor doesn't say things to you because the doctor's mean the doctor is trying to help you be healthy i mean so you got to take some feedback right right
3: right so i you know it's not it's not either you know strict Authoritarian, like my way or the highway, or the kids walk all over you. Like that's not that's not what peaceful parenting or respectful parenting is a- at all, and um and it has more to do with listening to what your child or watching and observing what your child is showing you through their action. You know, especially with the little kids who are maybe you know it's less of the verbal negotiations and more of like watching your child. You know, if they're struggling with something or they're being overwhelmed by feelings they can't express and they, you know, they want to pinch you or, you know, stomp or slug their brother or whatever, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're kind of, um, I've heard it described as like scaffolding, right? Like, so while the building is being built, you're as a parent, you're like the scaffolding that's helping, helping, you know, build those connections in their brain. Like the, the training wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, um, helping, you're providing them that support and opportunities to practice. You know, a kid isn't just going to resist sugar on their own because it's a good thing, you know, like they maybe need, you know, okay, this is what sugar is and yes, it's delicious. And, you know, all right. And, you know, these are why we, this is why we don't have it all the time or too much. And then, you know, sure you can have some and then, when, you know, when the answer is sometimes no, or when it's okay, well, that's enough. We're, we're stopping for today. Like, you know, helping them cope with that, with that limit, helping them work through that and practice, like, it's okay. I really like sugar, but it's not, you know, it's not helping, you know, it's not helping me grow. I need to, my body needs variety. Like, um, you know, you can help provide them with, with those, you know, you, by providing those limits and those opportunities to, to practice the things that, that they do need to learn. Like that's, that's what I, in my view, that's what discipline, that's what discipline is, is and help the empathy, them. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, so Izzy, how many times if you said, would you like some sugar? And I say,
1: no, <laughs> but I say no. first,
0: Yes, oh, yeah. I'd love sugar, Oh, I'd love some I sugar, want. but I, you know, but I, 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 you know, it's not, not great for me. So yeah, I mean, you know, when your kid says, I really, really want a candy bar, you're like, not as much as I do. <laughs> I, I love sugar too. I love, I, all of this kind of stuff. Right. So, um, you know, the, the kid can then recognize that you also want the sugar, that it's not like, no, sugar's bad for you. You shouldn't want the sugar. Like that's, you know, we all have that, and it may not be sugar. It could be, it could be something else. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, Luna, do you want to you want to take us home with uh, this uh, this issue uh, if if it exists uh, around um, uh, this caricature? Maybe the moms group are like, oh, that Luna, she just lets her kids do whatever they want. It's like, well, kind of. But if you raise your kids right, what they want to do is not not crazy. At least, hopefully.
5: Hopefully, <laughs> so we offer lots of options, but we recognize um, that we are the models for uh, our kids. So. For my daughter, she actually thinks that muscle milk is a treat. Um, from 18 months, she's known about fiber, fat, and protein and uh, what they're all good for. Uh, she knows that sugar tastes good, but it's not particularly good for you. She is a fruit fiend, but she knows there's just a little bit of fiber, it's mostly sugar. So she always asks for more fruit. Um, and I just let her know, you know. We've had enough for breakfast. We'll have some more for lunch. How's that? And then she's satisfied with. Oh, sorry. she's satisfied with um that response. And that's, uh, by the way, her... that's
0: Luna's kids texting her because they're on speeds. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Okay.
5: Um, and then um basically I load her up with options all day. So when I do have to have some non-negotiable things like um you have to hold my hand when we cross the street uh, or actually our options right now are you hold my hand or I pick you up which would you like to do because that's how we can be safe and it's my job to protect you and um she basically has very little resistance to any uh demands that I make because I load her up with options all day and she's just really happy with that
0: oh fantastic well listen guys um I feel we could talk about this all day. Really, really appreciate everyone uh, dropping by. Thanks so much. Thanks, yeah, for Yeah, that, that
1: was really fun. I've, we should do another one of these. We should
0: do another one of these. Uh, I know we've got great feedback from people in the in the audience. And uh, Jared has several offers of marriage and babysitting. So we'll uh, <laughs> obviously be forwarding those uh, for a certain price. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone two so much. <laughs> two bitcoins. Thanks everyone so much for dropping by. And uh, give us your feedback below. Uh, if you want to help out with the show, freedomain.com forward slash donate. I'd appreciate that. And yeah, really, really appreciate you know everybody open their hearts and minds, It's the biggest human thing that we've got going on that we can really control is is the parenting stuff and uh, I just love you guys all so much for for dropping by and sharing. All of the stuff with everyone, and uh, you can send your questions, uh, I guess you can send them to call in at freedomain.com. if you'd like us to chew on other stuff or if you want to join in, uh, you can uh, join my free groups of You can join that group. I'll be posting the invites there as well for next time. <mwah> Lots of love from up here. Big hugs to all the kids out there and all the parents. Thank you so much. And have a wonderful, wonderful afternoon.
1: Bye. Bye.